Wrestling. 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 Welcome to another episode of Fantasy Book and Wrestling. I'm your host, Graham Cheen. With me, as always, is my good friend, Stu. Say hello, Stu. Hello, Stu. How are you? I'm not too bad. I've had a very nice day. Uh, I was expecting you to fuck that intro up this time, but you didn't. And fucking nailed it. I know. I was gonna. I was literally waiting for you to mess up, and I just go, fucked it. Mm. <laughs> but you didn't, and I'm, very, I'm, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. It's, I, I struggle because it takes longer than a breath to say all that. So I have to do that Piper, you know that thing that, uh, who the folk that played didgeridoos? Uh, Aborigines. That's the ones. So when you play a didgeridoo, you have to like breathe through your nose and blow at the same time. Yeah, circular breathing. Yeah, I'm not really good at that, but I tried it a little bit there and uh, it helped. It worked, it worked. It It sounded great. Yeah. That and pipers, pipers do it apparently as well, don't they? Anyone, anyone who plays an instrument where you breathe, I believe, um, saxophonists and uh, brass players and, and and all that sort of play. I'm sure we could ask Jason about it, and he would probably be able to tell us. Maybe there's like a a a, a name for the talent. Like, Circu- uh, circular breathing. Sir, yeah, but like, is there a type of person that does that specifically, like a circularologist or something? I would assume they would be called a circular breather. Or what's a group of circular breathers? An unkindness? <laughs> uh, I don't know, a tadpole? A, I don't know. An unkindness of breathers? <laughs> and I, uh, a, a gasp. Oh, that's it. <laughs> a gasp of circular breathers. <laughs> or a vacuum, a vacuum of circular breathers. Oh, or maybe like a, a draft. Because <laughs> that's what it'll be, wouldn't it? It's just it's like a, just incoming yeah, and outgoing air, just in a constant loop. <laughs> a, f- a, f- a flow through, a draft of no. That was that was me when I was on my medication. Oh, that's that's more information than I. Did I tell know. you about that? Oops. I don't think this is something for a wrestling podcast. Hey, I, well, technically, a lot of wrestlers have shit themselves. So, like, I was on. Yeah, we, we learned about that last time, didn't we? Yeah, I was on laxatives. It made me poo. So there we go. Uh, well, it's nice to see the medication was doing its job. So we said we were going to fantasy book uh, renovations. Renova- <laughs> Retardations. That's the ones. And we're just going to fire in straight away before we do the news. Okay. Right. Do you want to go first or shall I go first? You go first. Don't I, fucking I do like it. You're... Just don't fucking do it. WWE are not fucking capable of booking something as uh, as complicated as or what what uh, where uh, retribution came from. Retribution is a is a is a reaction to uh, the perceived liber liber uh, left wing uh, Antifa um, riots that happened last year. WWE uh-huh. can't book a normal thing. Why do they think they could book something as complicated as Antifa, which is not a fucking thing? Um, well, Antifa's not a thing. Or... Well, it's, it's not a thing that should be portrayed in, in the way that they portrayed it. They they started portraying Antifa like it's 
it's too complicated for WWE to do. WWE aren't capable of really doing more than one or two storylines or booking one or two storylines coherently. Just look at what's going on with Apollo Crews and his now intended Nigerian drums match with Big E Langston. Oh, I haven't heard about this. This is for the news. We'll talk about this later. Yeah, we'll get to that in a minute. But that's what I'm, talk- to, like, that's what I'm talking dr- about. Is, do you know anything about the match? Is it just like a set of drums on top of each turnbuckle? I genuinely and you have don't to know. hit the person's head into it. Genuinely don't know. I just saw a highlight. Mm-hmm. I just saw a, 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 a news thing today that said Apollo Crews challenges Big E to a Nigerian drum match. And I went, well, they fucked it. There we go. Oh, there we go. Clang. Oh my God. Apollo Crews has just hit Big E over the first turnbuckle. Clang. Oh, he's hell with the second. I don't even. I don't even know. Like this. This is the exact. This is. This is. This is. It's almost inevitable that WWE went this way with the whole. I'm a Nigerian prince. Then got him talking in the funny language of the bad accent. Funny language. <laughs> got him. Got him talking with the with the, with the bad. You're accent. the woke one out of the two of us. <laughs> But the bad, he's got him doing the bad accent, which we thought, oh, okay. And then yeah. and then he had the bodyguards, which we were like, okay, maybe. And now he's having a, a Nigerian drum match. I still think his bodyguards should be 12-year-old boys holding massive machine guns. <laughs> oh, that, that, that would make sense. But a Nigerian drum match? <sighs> Unless that, he comes out. Is... The only way this could be saved is if he comes out on Charlotte's throne and instead of naked eunuchs or whatever it is that she has carrying her down, mm. uh, Apollo is carried down to the ring with those funeral dance guys that's in that meme. Oh, God. That's the only way that would be saved. <laughs> Anyhow, remember when we talked about fantasy booking uh, renovations? Yeah, renovations. So they are basically, don't do it. Just don't do it. Wouldn't have bothered. Nothing, no place for that in wrestling. Okay. Okay. Well, what would you have done with Mustafa Ali then? I'd have just like, gone down the hacker route. Like whatever they were going to do with him, they 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 clearly had a plan with the hacker thing, and then I don't know why it, it stopped. Was it stopped that because really of the? Uh, is, right, sorry, dude. Let me. I, I don't want to interrupt you much, so I'm just going to say this, and I'll let you fly off in all your uh, different angles because I think we're kind of thinking on the same same lines here. If you're not going to do renovation, renovations to renovations, <laughs> are you like what would you do with each of them, and and uh, instead of and also I will say this, I don't think the hacker idea would have worked on account of all the female wrestlers in WWE having issues with hackers. Oh, know, I absolutely agree. It it wouldn't have worked either way. Like I think, so Ali, I'd been tagged with this this weird gimmick and the whole truth thing coming out and and it could have worked if they'd done it properly um there is i have actually watched a very good um fantasy booking of the hacker gimmick and of retribution i think i can't remember if they did retribution uh adam blompier uh online does these sort of fantasy. yeah you're welcome um he does uh, <laughs> He does. He does. Uh, he does uh, sort of fantasy booking and stuff. And he did do the uh, fantasy hacker, and I think he had it relating to uh, Chad Gable in the end, um, which I thought was actually really good. It was quite an interesting thing. I do. Recommend- so if he's like issuing a communique, it would be a Gable Cable. Gable Cable. Oh, Chad Cable or Chad Cable. 
Yeah, Ethernet cable. <laughs> Chad Gable. I've you, tripped you, over you, a Gable. The USB USB Gable. <laughs> oh, they has hit him with the USB Gable. <laughs> uh, no, it just, just, just be clothes lines. His finisher would be a lariat and that would be the, the Ethernet Gable. <laughs> No, see, I was thinking it would be the. I think it would just be the, uh, the the USB cable would be like him just hitting him, hitting someone on one side, then turning him over and hitting him again, and then turning him over and hitting him again until he finally locks it in. Because you know how it, with a, with the USB cable you have to constantly turn it around every side. I did that. I did that today when I was yeah. putting my microphone in. Yeah. Anytime I get a USB cable in first time, I'm, it's practically a miracle. Oh my uh, God, your eyes I, just light up. You oh, it's, it's, found it's it. genuinely a, 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 a holy moment. That's um, like me when I get it in the right hole. <laughs> Uh, and I'm sure Chloe is very happy about it. We've done it. We've done it, everybody. <laughs> then we celebrate, and then we separate. Yeah. And disperse. <laughs> okay. So yeah. Um, I don't know. Like I, I didn't think I didn't think Ali, Ali needed to change his gimmick. He was doing really well. Sort of that underdog, peppy, uh, sort of like essentially what what daniel bryan was doing about six years ago uh, do you think that vince was just etching to turn him heel on account of his look yeah probably yeah i think so too uh, uh okay, what about the other people dijakovic uh i would i would have just had him probably come up do you know what i i and and, and this is not going to help my uh uh optics in terms of how i like the big big beefy men slapping well, we're not meat. thinking about optics this week oh we're not thinking no, we about, optics, about them but, last week yeah we thought about, there was a lot of optics last week in a, in a three-hour podcast we went to uh, fucking wonderland <laughs> there man that was fun that was a fantastic journey oh it was it was it was fun we we, we got some postcards are you um, looking forward to uh, thinking of all the uh, wrestlers that are oh. cake related <laughs> uh no no i'm not um anyway <laughs> Uh, Dijakovic, I'd have actually had him come up at the same time as Keith Lee, uh, and huh. I would have had him and Keith Lee maybe tagging for a little bit, uh, and then and then go the separate way because I think I think it would have been a, a nice sort of way to introduce them to the to the main roster from what like like a beefier version of Ricochet and Alistair Black. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, have them have them be have them be a little unit for a while. Um, let them lend lend them to the the tag team uh, ranks for a bit. Beef up the beat literally beef up the the, the the tag team ranks a little bit. Let them mm. get a bit of uh, exposure and then split them off. And uh, doesn't doesn't even need to be a, a a turning on. Just literally a hey, got, we've got different opportunities here. Like they they are capable individual wrestlers. I didn't I didn't think Dijakovic needed to change his gimmick again. He didn't need to be put into to retribution. Just it was a weird thing. Like obviously he's a big guy, he's a talented guy, but I feel like he's been held back by retribution rather than yeah, really letting him blossom. He's got a stink of the Heidenreich about him. Yeah, but I think he's a lot more talented than Heidenreich ever was. Yeah, like he's a, he's he, a very he's I I initially when I first saw him I was like oh, he's a bit clumsy, a little bit. But when he started to have the matches with um with Lee. Lee like he really started to get over with with me in terms of like how talented he actually was. Like some of the stuff they were doing together uh, was was really impressive. So I was like, mm-hmm. no, no, let let the let, let the guys get over. And, and I mean that's the general thing I say about everything. Um, what about Madden? Um, I don't really think much of him. I don't necessarily if, think I, if he was he better. Was as, any I thought he was a wrestler. He wouldn't have been shoved into commentary so quickly. 
No, I think he's actually a decent commentary guy. I don't. I think he was. I think he's. He he had a nice little spot there, and he was. He had a really good chemistry with um, Samoa Joe, I think. Um, but yeah, they just he just decided he wanted to go back to wrestling. I think. Mm. Um, I, I honestly don't know. I, I'd maybe just given him a chance to get over in NXT. Let him let him actually mm. wrestle in NXT. Let him do something rather than putting him under a mask. Like he's clearly got a good look. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're gonna if you're gonna try and introduce people, the worst thing you can do is put them all under masks and fake names and a, a very generic uh, gang warfare gimmick. Um, what about uh, TM Six One's other guy that didn't leave? Oh, um, you mean Slapjack? Yeah, uh, yeah. Shane. Shane, what's his face? Uh, Shane Thorne. Are you just guessing Shane? Because no, no, it's Shane. It's Shane because Thorne. he's Australian. No, no, Shane Thorne. Um, no, that's a fucking cricketer, isn't it? That's Shane Warne. Ah, oh, wow, was close. Shane, nice Shane, one, Shane. Shane. Nice one, Shane. Yeah, it's like you're. Uh, I, my friend yeah. said this before. Whenever you watched a, an Australian cricket game, it would always just be him bowling, and then like a couple of minutes of each player just going, "Nice one, Shane." Ripper, ripper. Uh, <laughs> Um, Depends where you say that. In Australia, that's fine. Scotland, not so much. <laughs> uh, unless you've just farted, in which case it's a it's a celebration. Um, <laughs> uh, Imagine shouting that, and then people people being horrified, and then you just going, "No, no, it's okay. I farted." <laughs> I'm not. I'm, Ripper! I'm I'm not condoning assault. <laughs> I just farted. Make it, make it a thing. Make it a thing. Literally within your grip. Just anytime I don't fart, it just goes. Then you're just having a really protracted conversation with folk across the street, going, "I know it's assaulting your nose, but trust me, it won't reach you. Oh, it has. Well, just keep walking. Sorry. I'm sorry. I've touched cloth. Uh... Sorry. And then your partner beside you is going, "Oh my god, you can just shut up. Just shut up." Does that happen to you a lot? I I just, I try. I tend to, <laughs> when I'm with Chloe, I like to make really embarrassing things. So like if we're walking along the street and she kisses my hand, like, because we, we t- we're still lovey-dovey, like. So no, like, good, she, yeah. she'll kiss my hand and then I'll just raise my hand up and wave like I'm royalty to people. <laughs> And she's like, I fucking hate you. And then when we're crossing, does she, street, does she lean down to get to your hand, or does she pull her hand, your hand up to her? She pulls her my hand up. Okay, so I, just... I look like a a, a princess. <laughs> and so when we're crossing the street, I'll grab her. I'll grab her hand because we're always holding hands. We'll walk across the street, and I'll grab her hand really tight, and then I'll just shout out, "Would you come on?" <laughs> <laughs> She'll be like, "I fucking hate you. I fucking hate you." So yeah, I like really cringy humor like that. I don't care anymore. I'm not. I'm not out to impress anyone. No, why, why should you? I barely um, try to impress Chloe. Right. So I, I don't care. Uh, Jude Thorn. I, I mean, shove him in a tag team with somebody. He, he was clearly. I don't. I don't know why the the tag team, his previous tag team, bit the dust. I don't really uh, know the, that much the other, about him. They were both crocked at certain points. Yeah, and I think. Uh, they just had enough with the guy's progress because I think the other guy was a bit injury prone, so they just said, "Fuck it, we're done." Then, yeah, I mean, and I think maybe they tag team put as well. Him in, put him in two or five live. Give give him a body there. He, he doesn't seem to be too bad a wrestler. 
Um, but yeah, like this. When, this... You're, when you're a tag team wrestler for so long, though. Yeah, but it was a tag team that didn't come really out of do it. anything, did it? It wasn't really given a chance. Well, it it won the Dusty Classic, didn't it? Or it was close yeah. to it. Was in the finals. I don't think. I don't think he did. I think they did. I think they won the Dusty Classic. I'll let you look at that. Tell um, what, I'll, um, I will talk about my plans for her. Yeah, basically, yeah, basically it was that and um, uh, Mia Yim. Just go back to what she was doing before. She was doing really well. And then they put her in. Uh, this is the thing that I get really confused about. Dijakovic and my, Mia Yim were doing great before uh, re- 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 retaliation. Um, mm-hmm. And then they got put into retaliation and they, they, they just nothing happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, they, just, they, they just sort of lost all they, they got they got harbored with stupid names and mm-hmm. they've just been completely mishandled they were like uh, characters in the background that's all they lost they were entered into the um 2018 dusty, dusty classic and were limited by the authors of pain in the first round okay and next one they uh they defeat the. Oh, hold on. Right, I'll have a look now as well. In which they defeated Boston Sabatini in the first level, Aries and Strong in the second. Uh, so they got to the final of the first one and lost to the Authors of Pain. In yeah, the, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. So they didn't have a really great relationship. It looks like looks like they did pretty shitty against the Authors of Pain. Um, his actual real name is Shane v- Verizer. Verizer. Oh, I can understand why he went with the rip-off uh, of and Shane. And then when he was in pro Shane wrestling, Warren. no, he was Shane Haste. Uh, and then he became Shane Thorne. Um, yeah. <sighs> okay, so uh, yeah, what I would do with them. Yeah. I, I would, if if you were definitely going to do it, like you've went the route of just don't do it because of X, Y, Z. Yeah. I think if they were definitely going to do it, carry on with Ali as the as the front man. But I think you would have to get some sort of belt on them quick. Like what they did with the kind of shield was they, they basically just threw gold at them. Mm. So the get something well. on them. Yeah, probably have him uh, have him have the, the mid-card title and just keep it like that. And since you're never doing anything with the tag titles, throw the tag titles on as well. It doesn't fucking matter. Mm. But you got to lose the masks. Like the first time when they can wear the masks when they petrol bomb and when they hijack the truck and all that shit, they can have the masks on, but then have Ali cut promos because he can cut promos for days. It's not it's not a problem with him. So have him take them all of the masks off, not just like him revealing himself or whatever. Have every single one of them take the masks off and and then say, and if you're wanting to do any name changes, make it then. But don't use any of those fucking names they chose. No, no, just those names were so bad. So Dio Madden, just call him Dio or Madden. D, I think Dio for a guy that fucking big mm. and the, the way he looks, just get call him, doing, him Dio. Get him doing no the shake and he just be Dilo. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then you've got uh, the Shane lad. I Thorn. I call him Thorn. Just call him Thorn. Yeah, Dio Thorn and uh, Dijakovic, maybe or just like Dijak. DJ or something. DJ, DJ hit just, the music. 
short names and then do you do you and do you and DJ gets a bit you know what I mean Dio and DJ yeah that's true but they would definitely be a tag team oh like, yeah I'm, I'm not I think they, I around think, with I think everything that's happened now they're going to go on and be a tag team now yeah having having a a, a woman in a group and I'm not meaning this in a, in a bad way because I I like the idea of having a woman in a group uh, but with the way, I didn't know you. I didn't know you played that way. But the way renovations just reeks of uh, uh, the oh, what were they called? The crew that was in NXT. Uh, with the lad from TNA. Oh, it's sanity. Sanity. They just reeked of sanity. So they weren't even. They're not as good as sanity. No, they're not. So have like. Have me a um leave and retaliation like leave like never have them in it, just have these four guys and just do what you can. But the, you've got to. Or the other thing, put, yeah, sorry, sorry. The other thing you do is you actually just keep Mercedes Martinez and Yim in there and have them win the women's titles. What so the women's have, tag titles? Yeah, women's tag titles. So have the have the big guys win the the regular Men. titles. Yeah. The the two girls win the tag titles. Yeah. And then what 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 Mustafa Ali can do is he can say, "We show you that we are a unit. We are a good. We are a team because look at our look at our titles. Look what we've won. We are the best teams in WWE. Units. And then just build them. Yeah. Exactly. Build themselves up like that. But when you when you have them losing. When you have them look silly, when you have them sound silly, act silly, everything was just doomed. And it didn't matter who you put with them. There was no saving that thing. And Mustafa Ali, I don't know if he wants to admit it publicly, but I think he feels it, is that he is being held down. Yeah. And he is trying the best he can, politely, I think. Uh, But yeah, that's what I would have done. Would it have worked? It would have had a better chance than it did now. Yeah, I think I think they would have been better off just never bothering. Like the guys, the guys who went into it, like at least two or three of them had had better momentum before they went into retaliation than they did coming. What, what will essentially be out of retaliation once they were into it? Because I said yeah. Mia Yim was on a roll in uh, in NXT. Dijakovic was on a roll in NXT. Uh, uh, Ali. Was was doing fine. Like he was, he was set to be in a. He initially he was going to be in the position that, that Kofi had before WrestleMania, mm-hmm. but got injured, and so there was that wasn't anything to do with him. Um, yeah. and he was, and he was over like Rover, um, Thorn. Yeah, yeah, he's a, he's a missing body, and and Madden is a good pair up with uh, Dijakovic. But like three of those, three of those guys went into went into three of those guys, three out of the five. You would have to say went in with better momentum. And then they have come in, going in, and they came. They have come out with like Mercedes Martinez at least got out before it got bad, mm-hmm. and went off and reestablished herself, and has since disappeared again. Do you think any of the wrestlers this is their last chance? Nah, I think she, I think with Dio and Shane, it's their last chance. I think I, I don't think he's. I think Vince is just going to go. Well, I tried, and it's like, well, he technically he did try twice with Dio. Yeah, but he he didn't try hard. This is the thing. Like I did, and this is the this is the this is the interesting thing to start thinking about is, do are we going to see more cuts this year? 
And if so, like, who's going to go? Like, if if you you got you got to argue that maybe Shane Thorne is probably on the chopping block if he's not in a, in a, something like Retribution. Um, yeah, like there's plenty of wrestlers there that could be cut. It's whether or not D- uh, WWE want to sort of saturate the market with free agents again. Given I don't, I don't think they have that much talent to get rid of in in like the in in that respect. It feels like if you get rid of like all of Retribution except Ali, I don't think I, they'll get rid of Dijakovic. No, no, I don't. I think. I think he's got a, a golden ticket really just now because he's yeah. white and he's muscly. And he can have good matches with Keith Lee. Yeah. Well, that's something we'll, we'll be talking about later in the news, which yeah. we'll talk about now. Hey, so now is now later. Later is now, now, now is now past. <laughs> right. So in record time with half an hour in. Yeah. We'll now, but we'll we've now got the fancy booking done. Yes, we're done. We've we, we've we've ticked off a list of our one of our things. So I'm just going to go through my news things. Will we talk about? We'll talk about Fastlane a little bit. We'll talk about. So yeah, let's let me let me just uh, let me get the results for Fastlane up. Now, bearing in mind once again, I can't remember what we said in the last podcast because some of the things that we suggested were pretty out there. They were fantastic. <laughs> Anyhow, so the fiend returned at yeah, Fastlane. Yeah, like with... the like the mummy. Like he looked like the Yeti from WCW. He had these weird prosthetic arms, like like yeah. plastic covering his arms. And from what I've seen, that is the look going forward. But I'm, I don't know if I'm keen on it. No. 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 And what is, does, look, he, does he look, act now? Is... Looks look shit. Yeah. Yeah. He looks like a weird sort of melty lobster. So, next news thing I've got here is that Andrade got released from his contract. Yes, he did get released. And it turns out that that release does not have a 90-day non-compete. So, so how did he get that? uh, I don't know. They must really not like him having sex with Charlotte. So... Uh, you could get her pregnant, goddammit! We don't need another one of these women getting off and getting pregnant! Goddammit! Get your ass out of here! You can't talk! Go find Zelina and play some computer games! How on earth did he get away with a non-compete? No idea. With with no non-compete? It, that I think must, it, I think be, it's just, that I must think, be a goodwill thing. I think it's a, a Vince never really saw much in him. And as soon as he lost Selena, which was one of his biggest proponents in the fact that she talked for him. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Like the, guy's, think- su- the guy's super talented. Like he's had some amazing matches. He had a five-star match with Johnny Gargano. Back in NXT, like he can, he yeah, can go. Yeah, that was a great match. He can absolutely yeah. go, and he can do a hell of a lot better than he's done on the done on the main roster. Mm-hmm. But um, like without without someone to talk for him, because no offense to him, he's not a great talker. No. Uh, and without without anyone to sort of back him up or or like he would have done great in a faction. Yeah. I think he would have been he would have been a solid hand if he'd had a microphone a microphone guy to do the microphoning for him. Like when he was paired up with uh, Garza uh, and that, like you sort of thought, oh, this this could be this could be something. Then it just didn't happen because they just needed him to do matches and whatever. And you know what it is? It's just like it's mm-hmm. it's WWE trying to find the next Rey Mysterio and realizing that they're never going to find another Rey Mysterio. No, because Rey Mysterio pro- speaked 
fluent English. Yeah, and Rey Mysterio is still around. <laughs> yeah. Um, like this is the thing. Like WWE continue to try and find the crossover star for Mex- uh, Me- the Mexican market. Um, we've seen that with Mystico. We've seen it with uh, Alberto Del Rio. We've now seen it with Andrade, and none of them have, have connected. They've, they've they they they've just never never connected. No, that's the because way. they're all in AEW. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I think yeah. maybe that, like when you said he he didn't have a non uh, non compete. I, that's got to have something to do with Charlotte speaking to somebody saying, "Look, can you just let him go, please?" There, I don't know. I I just I just don't know. Like I I wonder unless if, it was in his contract from the get go. Maybe, like I it depend. It, it very much depends on what like what WWE how WWE see him how how Vince sees him. Do, do, does he really care? Or you never made me made me much money. You're not going to make anyone else much money. So yeah, sure, go 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 do something. Um. um Okay. Uh, Charlotte had COVID. Yep. She was off for a couple of weeks, but, but then got completely pulled from uh, WrestleMania. Yeah, which is also interesting because Drew McIntyre didn't get pulled and he had even less time before WrestleMania, uh, before Royal Rumble. Yeah. So it doesn't feel like she got pulled from Mania because of that. Mm. Doesn't make sense to me. Um, what was I going to say? There's, there's, a, there's a little report in here that I thought it's quite an interesting one to see. Um, Bobby Lashley says he's looking forward to seeing live uh, fans react to the uh, to the Hurt Business. That's quite a nice little piece of news. Let's move on. Uh, what's next? <laughs> Don't ruin it. Don't ruin it. Don't ruin it. Oh, right, okay. Don't ruin uh... it. Uh, Hang on, let me let me just uh, NXT tag titles got vacated due to Danny Burch's injury. Yeah, that's a shame. They were doing really well. They're 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 a good they're a good team. Um, Batista pulled out of this year's Hall of Fame because he doesn't want to be on his own. No, he's he's not. He's busy. He's, he he can't he can't do it. He's, he's well, I thought it was because he didn't want to do it without fans there. No, I thought it was because he he, he has a conflict. He can't. He can't what, make like it. A, oh, okay. Yeah. Was it like a, a movie scheduling conflict, or quite possibly? Yeah, he just can't. He can't get there in time. Um, James Storm wrestles his one thousandth Impact match, uh, which Fine. also featured the return of uh, Chris Harris. You know, Brandon Walker. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> so hang, hang on. Old TNA wrestler wrestles a match, and that's news. Fucking Apparently, hell. yeah, for a thousand matches for for one company is a lot. I don't know, like, how many matches has the Miz had? Too many. <laughs> <laughs> Too many. Uh, Kane and the Great Kali have both been in- inducted into the 2021 Hall of Fame. Yay! Yeah. Uh, is this Kali induction got anything to do with the new yeah, India NXT thing? Because anything Indian related in WWE has always been push this, push this, push this. Yeah, because yeah, of, yeah we're gonna get another gen- we're gonna get another gender title run, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, but is it not not going to be in NXT India? Yeah, I think so. So also. Eric Bischoff has been put into the or inducted into the Hall of Fame. Yeah. 
And I think we talked about this before. So is, I so, think it's, so has, so has William, Reek, uh, not William, Reek, William Shatner. Well, I, I think that Bischoff has gone into the Hall of Fame because of the the uh, AEW stuff, and he's just been signed to a, yeah. a, a fat Legends contract. Peacock removing controversial content from WWE Network. Yeah, yeah. Well, good way to stop them having to pay royalties to people. <laughs> Pretty much most of Roddy can't, Piper's stuff is going to have to get cut. Can't give you any more money, uh, Roddy Piper's uh, family, because most of the stuff we can't process anymore. What a terrible shit. Hang on a minute. They don't get royalties for NXT stuff. No, it's not uh, just sorry, no. Uh, it not, stuff. Uh, I'm sure get, there's got to be no, something. They're gonna have they don't s- get royalties at all. No. Really? Yep, because I remember wow, Chris Jericho that, was saying that he gets no royalties. That's worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, they get royalties from computer game sales, but they don't get royalties from that's network bad. views. That's bad. It's fucking horrendous. But, yeah. you know, WWE have that contract where they say that they can do anything with the likeness yeah. As, as you just get your appearance fee and that's it. <sighs> bullshit. Utter bullshit. But, oh well, I guess we're going to have to miss out on that, that, that sweet Katie Vick storyline. Yep. Uh, I don't know. I think that might stay in. <laughs> I It's not uh, been taken out yet. Oh, and other, oh. other stuff that, well, to be fair, a blackface segment has been taken out. Two blackface segments have been taken out. And uh, I can't remember what else, but uh, our friend Wittick was saying that the the Booker T segment should friend of the uh, show, you know, friend the, of the show, friend of the show said that the Booker T feud with Triple H should be taken out, and yes. I argue that I argue that it, well, if you if you know your show is going to have certain storylines in it with characters, because we know it's characters, it's a work of fiction. Do we? And and they they are a racist character. Hmm. Is is the fact that you dislike them because they're racist bad because it's a fic- a work of fiction? And if your if your channel that you're showing it on is fine with that, then couldn't you just put up a disclaimer and say if you've been a victim of racist abuse or something, please call this helpline at the end of the episode? Like say know, EastEnders. It depends. It depends. Yeah, may, I mean maybe, but at the same time. Are they going to start taking out all the stuff with it, where Vince had Trish barking like a dog and and all that, and the the weird kissing thing? That whole storyline is that going to disappear? No, I don't if think you, it will. And, and and put like up a disclaimer saying if you've had experiences where you've been made to made to feel shitty by a very very old man who runs your business, you've and been a victim of abuse. Blah, blah, yeah. Blah, yeah. Yeah, or 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 put or workplace abuse where you've been sexually assaulted by a very very old man. Um, yeah. Specifically, a very old man. Don't I mean, call us if it's a young dude. No, it's not. Well, it's not a young dude, is it? It's Vince McMahon. Um, I just, yeah. th- I think it blurs the line between. I, I mean, obviously, wrestling is a very murky thing because they go out of their way uh, to pretend that it's real, and hmm. then they don't go out of their way to pretend that it's real. The old kayfabe. So, yeah, and it's weird. It's kayfabe when it wants to be kayfabe, and then. Yeah. There, so is it look you've got the Miz who's a bad guy going around doing make a wish and like hey this kid wants to meet the Miz or whatever and then the Miz goes and sees them hi how are you blah 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 I'm really nice in real life and then you see them in a TV show and he's doing horrible things or whatever or beating people up or whatever it is or not catching people when he's meant to 
I think it's. You, I think it's that. I think. Do you know what? Do you know what I think it's? I think it's that assumption of there's a line of of demarcation with wrestling where there are certain behavior that is typical of of, of WWE. Like to be a bad guy, you have to behave in a certain way. Like nowadays, um, kayfabe uh, kayfabe was shattered years and years and years ago, decades ago now. But there there is there is an expectation where you go into it now. It all depends on what line you want to cross to try and get that heat, that 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 heel heat, and what is then acceptable. Now, back in the back in the Attitude Era, um, a lot more things were acceptable. I say in quotation marks, um, where you had like women getting beaten up and or being treated like objects or. Uh, Racial stereotypes, which let's face it, racial stereotypes still exist. We've already talked about Apollo Cruz, um, and his funny accent, and his funny accent. Um, mm. Like they, they, they will play into whatever they think will get a reaction. Uh, like the the only times that you will see, and and at the end of the day, if the if the network is happy with it, it'll go on. I read an article today where uh, Davari was talking about the whole thing with. Um, Mohammed Hassan back just after 9-11 uh, where he'd initially, he'd, he'd always said in his career he wasn't going to p- p- fall into that sort of um, sort of stereotypes. He didn't want to play the stereotypical Iranian character where he's going to be the bad guy, sort of like the old sheiks and stuff like that. But when after 9-11 when like movies and TV shows were starting to portray these characters like, oh yeah, maybe I could be a bad guy. And that's fine. But when everything kicked off with the whole storyline of like the Undertaker getting taken away by the hooded men and being like captured by um, uh, captured captured and like garroted by um, by the the masked men. Fun fact: the part the guy who was out there doing the garroting with the piano wire was Val Venus, um, because yeah. uh, they basically they sent out a bunch of green guys and then. Someone in the back went, "Hey, do you think it'd be a bad idea for us to just send out a bunch of green guys with our top man and have him?" piano wiring the undertaker no that's a pretty bad idea let's let's get val, val venus who was about to go home uh mm-hmm. he can come back in and, and do it that seems like a good idea um so so yeah like they literally the upn at the time turned around to the wwe and basically said it was it was like a production note it said muhammad hassan and davari cannot be on your tv show yeah or we will not show smackdown now yeah. if peacock are happy enough to show whatever bits they want to show, then that's fine. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. But they 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 absolutely have the right as the as the, the 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 network that is presenting these things to go. No, we are going to take that out the same way that that UPN had the right to take that out then, and that's and that'll be business, and that's what Vince is saying. That Vince what Vince has done, and and that's the easiest thing to do. Like if they if they look at something and go that is not right, we are not gonna we are not gonna we are not gonna put that on on our network, they will just remove mm-hmm. it. And that and that's that's I think how it's gonna go. Okay. Sorry to get your, so, are you hitting your hand off the desk or something? Sorry, I, I keep banging my my hand on it. Yeah, I'm hearing it. Sorry. So no, sorry to okay. be sorry to be a little bit woke there, but I, I just <laughs> I I agree with you that the the it's the finalized it's the final feel of it. So if you've got if you've got an 18 rated movie and it's shown on ITV2 you're pretty much going to get something edited out of it because they're cunts. Mm-hmm. So 
they're going to cut something out, but you're fine with that because you've got the DVD. You know, it might be different on Netflix, might be different on some other streaming service. You know, you're going to be able to get that somewhere else. So you kind of go, okay, I understand why they don't want to show it for whatever reason, because they want to show some fucking, they want, they either have to cut it for time or they don't want to show that violence at whatever time. But that's because it doesn't, it's not final. When you're, only way to watch that thing is now gone. That's the, like, from end to end, from the start of the show to the end of the show, with that in it, when that's now gone, it's it's this kind of bittersweet feeling where you just feel like that moment is lost. Now, obviously, you're not exactly going to get sentimental about racist scenes in movies. No, and that's, or, and that's the other thing, yeah. But... When it's something oh, quite no. substantial, oh, no. it's We've something quite substantial as a non-racist, it, at the time, it's difficult because it was the eighties. At the time, that segment with Roddy Piper, it was portrayed as a as not a bad thing. Now, bear with me. I remember watching the DVD of it, and it was it was very much promoted like Roddy Piper doesn't care if you're black or white; he's going to beat you nonetheless. And that's what they tried to paint it as. Part of me feels like Roddy Piper just did it and Vince had to try and wing it. Probably, yeah. And with Roddy Piper's uh, track record of like the stuff he said about Mr. T, it's not, it's not good. It's not good look for him. No. So I understand why they, want to, why they want to take that stuff out. But I also feel kind of worried that there's going to be a lot of other segments that we won't be able to get a hold of eventually down the line and and where does it stop and what happens and if you're saying like okay the racist stuff that's fine people are joking about katie vick as much as we hate katie vick we want we we still want that to be there because that's part of history it's part of our history where we can laugh at triple h and we can and we can explain that it was during a, 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 triple H, a Triple H reign of terror. With that taken out, Triple H doesn't look like the fucking fool like he is. It, he, it then just disappears and we all forget about it. And Triple H is Papa Vince. Sorry, Papa Triple H for the NXT folk. Well, there, therefore, there, you, there you start to fall into the other classic WWE sort of um, tactic of the victor gets to write history. So, yeah. w, the history of WCW, WCW, WCW and ECW is now being told by WWE the way that WWE want to tell that story. But um, the WWE and, storytelling of WCW has never been focused on the right things. Like they won't, no, exactly. They won't. They won't paint the the real picture of Eric Bischoff just didn't want to argue with anybody nope. and hid from a lot of people and. Nope. Also, Kevin Nash, when he got the book, utterly ruined that company. Exactly, uh, but they're not going to. But and that's and that's the thing. And then the reason those stories aren't told is because WWE don't want to tell those stories. Yeah, and they don't want they don't want the history to be presented like that because, again, Kevin Nash is tight with Triple H. Eric Bischoff is a is an asset to WWE when they want when he wanted to be an asset. They want to keep him sweet, so they'll tell the stories the way they like. If do you really think that Triple H would be would be terribly terribly upset if if the Katie Vick stuff disappeared and was never seen again? Oh, what a shame! I don't know why I'm doing a Trump voice there. 
Uh, well, uh, oh, what a shame. What a shame. Kavex uh, disappeared. Uh, I'm just Papa Triple H. Uh, nothing happened in 2003. Uh, I was yeah. just uh, Goldberg. Uh, I, I wore long a beta McFoley, uh, then DX reformed, uh, and then uh, I wore I, I wore bicycle trunks for a while. Uh, I wrestled Undertaker, uh, and then Shawn Michaels beat me. I only wrestled Shawn Michaels for three years. <laughs> exactly, like like he's the, 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 I I don't I don't see WWE not sanitizing their previous stuff, particularly in the current climate. It would be it would be silly for them to be like, hey, look at all this racist shit we've got. Oh, and that stuff where we've got sexist stuff and, you know, the really fucking weird stuff that's not great. Like, hey, you want to go back and look at really fucking creepy uh, gold dust when he was really fucked up? Yeah! That's my problem... My, sorry, dude, but my, my... I don't want to sound like I'm arguing for the sake of evil people, but this is evil characters and and storylines in a fictitious TV show where, yeah, where characters cool. can do certain things and the actors can not be held responsible for those actions. The the thing about it is is it's seen as glorifying it. It 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 it, it, it that's that'll be that'll be it. Like they don't want you don't want to glorify this behavior. You don't so if to, it's in a movie it's not glorifying but if it's a wrestler it is glorifying. Well, these are these are supposed to be role models, aren't they? Not all of them, no. No. Well, should we move on to the next piece of news? Let's just get Dolph Ziggler to be racist, and then we're all good. Yeah, well, yeah that's fine. He's a nice blonde haired, blue eyed guy. Uh, all Elite Wrestling officially signs Red Velvet. Ooh, um, great! Uh... <laughs> I'm just so not interested, and in... <laughs> I like I. We're probably going to skip this ahead, but. With red red velvet replacing Brandy, all I feel like is they're just going to Photoshop Brandy's face over red velvet. As I, as I said earlier, and I'm going to use this line now and get it out of the way. For someone whose name is Red Velvet, she is exceptionally vanilla. <laughs> it's that's, uh, I'm quite pleased with that. Um, yeah, she she did a serviceable role in the um, in the Shack match, but there's just. I, I, I all she I the this this is a bigger conversation about the nightmare factory and the and the guys who are coming out of the nightmare factory. We'll, oh, we'll, we'll be talking about that. In yeah, we'll talk about later. But she, she is just yeah, she's just there because they need to have a girl or a female character, particularly with the the loss of of uh, of of Brandy, and that's and that's fine. Um. But like I, at the moment, I just don't. I don't. She she's not really been given a huge amount of chance to sort of get a character across. She she's she stepped up to help Cody. She likes to do a stirring action um, for whatever. What she re- fucking ripped off from that lad from uh, uh, the Street Profits. Did he? Oh, I, been, I, I did, yeah, I did, the, I didn't know the that. Street Profits lad, the tubby lad who does the spear. Oh, uh, and yeah. Then okay. he, he does he does a fucking mixing bowl. He's been doing that mixing bowl for fucking years. Like five or six years he's been doing that. Honestly didn't know that. But again, like that's that's literally all I know about her. Like they yeah. they, she, they 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 sort of de- I think they debuted her around about the time 
they were doing the women's tag team tournament thing and for whatever reason brandy's like i like red velvet i think she's i think she's got it's like like that was that was it like she they they, they, she started to sort of get focused because brandy liked her and it just Mm. it just it didn't really work and it was it was during that particular time where brandy was being quite annoying with the whole was that when she was doing the whole voodoo stuff no no this was when she had little brandy um, little the little um little action figure and kept bringing her to the ring and being exceptionally annoying. Um, what the fuck is this? The so, action figure? Yeah, they they, they did action figure when so when the first bunch of uh, AEW action figures came out, Brandy got a, an action figure and she's like, I am the first uh woman in AEW to get a, an action figure. Uh, and then she started bringing little Brandy to the ring like for all their matches, and basically it was this massive, like. Um, friction point between her and Ali before Ali became the bunny, um, or went back ah, to being the bunny. Got um, got and it was it was just really just annoying go away heat. Like she would play with the little little Brandy and try and protect little Brandy at all times, and it just it was just terrible. Well, I'm glad I avoided that. Was yeah. that during the whole uh, female tag team thing? That yeah, it was a bad part of the, that tag team. Everything else was actually pretty good. I, I quite enjoyed the, the tag team, but anytime like Brandy and that were on, I was like, uh... The Mexa girls. Yes. They won uh, that title. Las Sicaras. Uh, Ivelisse uh, and Diamante. Diamante's alright, but Ivelisse, whew, hard mm. work. Yeah, yeah. Hard work. Uh, what she did to, uh, what Thunder she did Rosa. to Thunder Rosa in that match was fucking disgusting. Like, she <laughs> should, like, I, I don't know if you saw it, but she should never have, like, that's on, you're lucky to be wrestling mm. uh, Thunder Rosa on TV. Fucking lucky. It's it's, and, unsurpri- and it's, just... un- it's unsurprising that, that her, her push stopped very quickly after they won that title. Oh, yeah, instantly, it, basically. basically. And yeah. poor Diamante is, is kind of anchored with her now, which is such a shame. Yeah. Uh, WWE outlaws slapping the leg. Slap of the leg. Uh, Brett Hart well, agrees, said they should have uh, outlawed it 10 years ago. As long as there isn't a nice cut of beef steak on there, I'm sure you'll be <laughs> fine. I don't, I don't care if people slap the leg, it, it, particularly if they do it well. Like there's yeah. no, there's no reason. Like the, the, yeah, yes, there is a, there is a, a epidemic these days of people slapping the leg. Um, mm-hmm. But at the same time, a lot of guys have got over because of, their ability to slap the leg and make it look good and subtle, yeah. um, like, and and nobody nobody is immune to that. Like Roman Reigns d- double slaps his legs when he's doing the drive by, and you never really notice it. Shawn Michaels was doing was slapping the leg with the shoots and music for a long time, and nobody nobody gave that much of a shit. When Roman Reigns slaps his leg, though, you're just going to get the thud of fabric. Yeah, but he still slapped. He's got big thighs, though. Big old, big old, big old Samoan thighs. Easy now. Calm down on your on your beef. <laughs> Somebody needs to take his oxo cubes. Um. Yeah, like Kane. Kane got over from like Kane's uh, Kane's utter uppercuts. He slaps his chest. Like he's been doing. Like, like, a lot of these guys have been doing it for years and years and years and years and years, decades, and help. Yeah. And help get them over. And and do you think Vince just wants like because we know Drew still does it. Oh yeah, well Drew doesn't. So do Drew doesn't think... do it. Drew doesn't do it for noise. He does it for impact. Oh, because he gets stronger. Said, yeah, Fuck he gets off stronger. Tell Rey Mysterio, you fanny. Yeah, like, 
like that was the thing about, oh, I don't slap, I slap my leg. I don't slap it for noise. I slap it to get more force. And I'm like, that's not how physics works. You moron. Just uh... <laughs> because it makes a loud noise doesn't mean it hurts more. Oh, you fucking idiot. Goodness me. We'll get Forgan, well, on. We'll get Forgan on to him. You know how when you slap like you slap water and it stings your hands. Yeah. Why? Why is that? Surface tension, I believe. So the surface tension does it reflect the force back at you because of like pretty much or something like that because of apples. Um, so ripples, not apples. <laughs> so my understanding is that it's similar to like if you hit a surface of water hard and flat. Um. The, the the point of impact you're you're essentially sort of spreading load like a big slap so when yeah. you want when you want to sort of if you're falling from a large distance into a, into a large body of water you want to make yourself as sort of thin as possible thin as possible so you pierce the water and and, and you have minimal thing. but if you like spread yourself out and, and uh-huh. like you're gonna it's like a belly flop it's so gonna be like a belly wh- flop why does your like so because there's a thickness to water yeah. And there's a density to it that eventually with the amount of force that you go down onto that, that that compacts the 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 force and yeah. it then becomes more solid Something for a certain like amount of time. Something like that. Very 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 momentarily. We'll get for, any, we'll get Forgan on. Is there anything that can be said for slapping your thigh causes a certain amount of ripples through your body that then push force further towards the thing you're kicking? No, that's bullshit. Ah, oh, man, I was kind of hoping for Drew there. No, I, I, I think, I think Drew's basically just bantering off the fact he slaps his leg, and and yeah. trying, and trying to, and trying to, and trying to persuade Vince that hey, uh, uh, it, it's not as bad as you think it is. And it's like, no, no, it's exactly as bad. And he's just does Vince it. think? Well, Drew can slap his leg, but I don't want anyone else to slap his leg. So Drew's kicks seem more vicious. They, they they seem pretty vicious for whatever he's doing, and again, I don't mind the slap in the leg if it if it makes he doesn't that need impact. to slap his leg for his kick. He his his kick is brutal. Yeah, like and it's the same with like the the broad kick. The broad kick is is brutal. Um, mm-hmm. and like that's the thing, and and there is a slap of the leg. Like it's it's not it's not um unrealistic, and and the thing is again, everybody knows it. It's like in WWE and, and wrestling in general that there is a degree of slap. It's like the whole if you stomp your foot when you're kicking someone on the ground, it, it it's harder a harder kick. Like yeah, it makes you stronger. Yeah. It makes you stronger. Like there, there, there are certain uh, tropes to wrestling that you have to understand. But I like slapping the leg. Like yeah, if it makes that 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 hit seem more impressive, then I don't see what the reason to not do it is. It's more the people who overuse it. And particularly where you have like people who are currently at the moment overusing super kicks, like, like the Usos, like the Usos, like the Young Bucks, like where when 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 a match is predominantly super kicks, it it's, like Ziggler, like Ziggler, like it's not like with with Drew, where Drew is like every other move he's doing, he's slapping some part of him to make the move better, like no. his one move that he does where where he does it for. And he does it to increase the impact of that one move, which is already impressive. That's fine. If Did he you was... watch the the Fastlane match between Drew and uh, Sheamus? No, but I heard it was quite good. It was. It was very good. Right. Let's get let's go on to the next uh, segment. Uh, Road Sil- Dogs had a heart attack. Yeah, John Silver will be out for about four to six weeks due to separating shoulder. Hang on, that's not as serious as Road Dog having a heart attack. Yeah, I know, but John Silver still had an injury, so and I'm sad. Right, for okay. Him. 
Because Johnny jo- hungry. He is uh, for drugs, for morphine. Jo- Johnny Silver is doing really well. He just came off a title fight. It was a bloody good match as well. Considering it was during happened. the match, he separated his shoulder as well. Yes, and uh, he's he wrestled through it, mm. and I I think this is just a setback, and he'll come back. Oh, he'll be back and stronger. I think he probably won't get. Like career wise, I don't think he'll get like a mid card title or anything, but I can no. see him getting tag titles easy. No. So, yeah, he'll be fine. I th- yeah, I think something like that. So, hope he's doing all right. Same with Road Dog. Although I don't I think don't Road really Dog's like going to get a tag team title recently. I don't think I don't like Road Dog that much. So, I like Road Dog's not going to get a tag team title anytime soon. He's had enough. Yeah, he's he's had way more than he really needed to. Road Dog's had a heart attack. Apparently, it, he's he's doing better now. I think yeah, is yeah. he? He seems to be recovering, so that's that's good. Okay, uh, we'll see what happens. I don't know if he was still working on NXT or not. He's, or... he's a producer, I think. Okay, he's been, uh... produced. So basically, NXT at the moment is being produced by Road Dog, Shawn Michaels, and Triple H, um, which. Mm, yeah. Mm. Okay. Next uh, news story I've got is Rob Van Dam announced for the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Yeah. That just reeks of trying to get him sorted before AEW. Yeah. Um, Tony Khan has taught me talking about how he licensed the Pixies song for Orange Cassidy's new theme since he started using that in, like, this week. I wasn't sure about that. And then I heard it, and then I thought, you know what, that actually worked quite well. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I thought it was it was pretty awesome. It's not as good as his old theme tune, but no. hey ho, he couldn't get a hold of it. Alistair Black reportedly spotted at uh, WWE Performance Center. So essentially, Alistair Black is now like Sasquatch. Uh, he disappeared for so long, people thought he he ceased to exist. Did uh, was he just walking in the background between the three rings? Yeah, probably. They, just... they were like, "Oh, hang on, you have to read it, Alistair. You've got your watches visible." <laughs> yeah, that or he was just like walking in the background, like a, like a blur, and people try to take a picture and work out who it was. Is it Sasquatch? Is it is it Alistair Black? Uh, it Wouldn't just... it be great if Alistair Black just goes about his daily life and then gets photoed by nothing but Sasquatches? <laughs> and then just, he's so rare that even Sasquatches are going around taking photos of him. Going, look, there's an Alistair Black love. Get yeah. the kids. Quick, get the camera. Like, so, like there's there's like conspiracy theories amongst Sasquatches about whether Alistair Black exists. <laughs> and then I don't like, think he. I don't think he's real. I think he's just a guy in a suit. He runs well. away from the Sasquatches, <laughs> and then there's Elvis Presley going, "Oh, there's an Alistair Black." <laughs> Oh no, Elvis, get away from me. Stop taking photos. <laughs> and then I don't know who whoever the fuck. <laughs> who else is fucking famous and missing? Um Lord Lucan? I don't know. Lord Lord Lucan. Uh, uh Amelia Earhart. Yep. Uh, who else? Uh, JFK, he's not really dead. Walt Disney. Walt Disney. <laughs> Walt Disney's head. Just kind yeah. of <laughs> Rolls itself out of its jar and just kind of like mouths like a fish. It's just like, and you just lip read, oh, there's Alistair Black. Is it the yeah. gasps for air? And they put him back in again, put him back in. The and then, and, and then like a, a black person goes to like pick the head up and then it rolls, he rolls himself away from the black person because he hates yeah. it. Well, well, hissing. <laughs> the black. The black person picks up Walt Disney's head and it just burns him. 
<laughs> and then he just rolls off desperately with fingerprints like seared into his face. Uh, fucking right. hell. Uh, AEW superstar Griff Garrison announces engagement. Well done, Griff. Good to hear it. To who? Uh, I'm assuming his partner. Oh, no. Who's his partner? Uh, I, thought he, Franny, I thought he was like... Franny Jones. No idea who that is. Franny Jones. I thought he like fancied uh, uh, Pillman. I, I can see why you would get confused with that, yeah. Uh, but no. No, uh, Franny. Franny Jones is the lucky lady. I quite like Pillman. I like the, I like the Varsity Blondes. I think they're I think they're a solid little tag team. I'm pretty sure he knocked some lad the fuck out on <laughs> uh, on dark a couple of weeks ago. Like it was them. They were in a tag team match against two fucking jobbers, and then this one jobber just got fucking leathered with a spinning spinning elbow, and as soon as he pinned him. Like they got out and and Garrison was like, I think I've knocked him out. I think because the guy never got up. <laughs> he was yeah, like, I think. What I've I love about out. Garrison is Garrison always looks super confused. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. when he when he got beaten down by the pinnacle a couple of weeks ago uh, on on dynamite, like everything was going off, and um, Wardlow was about to do his um, his big knee thing to. To Brian Pillman, I swear, swear to God, Griff Garrison's like, I don't know what's happening. What's happening? Uh, where yeah. am I? What's going on? And then Pillman get, takes the takes the big knee and rolls out, and, and Garrison's like, I still don't understand. What? <laughs> he looks. He looks like he's like, did I leave the oven on? Oh no! <laughs> it just, uh, just made me maybe a lot. Made me laugh a lot. Uh, great, Buddy great. Murphy. Sorry, dude. Yeah, Buddy you. Murphy told to delete Instagram posts directed at Mysterio family. He he basically tried to write himself out of a certain storyline. Not write himself out of the storyline, but just kind of write the storyline a little bit by he himself. Was, he, he was in a storyline? Yeah, he was in a storyline where he wanted to bang Rey Mysterio's daughter. That was like and months ago. When yeah, was but there was, was never any, there was never any end to it. It just kind of washed away. And so people kept asking him, what's the deal? What's the deal? What's the deal? And then he finally recently just said, right, here's the deal. I'm saying this. The the Mysterios used me, but I, I know better now, blah, blah, blah. But because he never okayed that with the writing folk and all that shite, he got told to cut that the fuck out. Uh, well, you yeah. know, great job, WWE. Um, Eric Young is out for six to nine months with a torn ACL. Those are never good. No, and he's getting to an age where those sort of things are pretty, pretty, pretty bad. Pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, Rhea Ripley has debuted on the main roster and will be facing Oscar at WrestleMania. Um, this good. is after, That's this, what I said. Yeah. This is also after like Charlotte was like all set to take on Oscar, and then Charlotte disappeared, and now yeah. Yep. Also, Bailey well, doesn't have a match at WrestleMania either. She will. She'll find a match. She won't need to, but, you know. She's running out of time. Uh, well, have a wrestle. Uh, I don't know. I don't care. Sorry, <laughs> Bailey. I just don't care. You're, like, you're, I get it. You're, you're mean and you're gobby. Fine. Keith Lee currently dealing with health issues, trying to get cleared to return. So it's we figured out it's it's physical health issues. 
Well, that's that's all I've that's all I've got in this report. I'm trying to get back down to because I just hit the wrong button. It's all uh, desperately vague, isn't it? Not yeah. that we really need to know, but no, I like just if the guy, guy's struggling okay. with something, then then um, like he's not medically good to compete in the ring, but they're at the, he's actively trying to gain clearance. Uh, Lee was set, set, uh, according to Ross Sapp, uh, Sean Ross Sapp, Lee was sidelined for health reasons in February, and WWE have not cleared him to return as of yet. Uh, Lee went about some testing following being sidelined, and WWE sources have indicated that he's actively trying to get cleared. Um, I want to see him back soon, but if he's not if he's not cleared to wrestle, he's not it's not safe for him to wrestle. Then take as long as as he needs. There was something I was listening to recently about people getting cleared or or trying to get cleared for wrestling, and it was I think it was Charlotte and. I think maybe she she tested positive for something, but she had a medical exemption because she she physically gets more of this in her system than than normal people. Testosterone, and maybe, but it was something like that. I think it was maybe a, a Conrad podcast I was listening to, mm-hmm. where it was like, "Look, I've already spoke to your your medical team about this. I've got the information, but you've banned me from." wrestling because of some sort of fucking issue that i've already spoke to you about yeah that sounds about so normal maybe he might be going through something like that as well ryan kedrick's re- uh, quietly retired oh that's a shame i didn't know that um, uh bobby lashley attacked shelton benjamin and cedric alexander the heart business is over ah oh, well that lasted yeah um, and everyone was upset about it except yeah. for vince mcmahon yeah like it doesn't make any sense it just doesn't make any sense. It's one of the best things that they've had going recently. I mean, it's genuinely been a solid faction, probably one of the best factions in the last 12 months. It's done wonders for Bobby Lashley. Uh, it's done wonders for Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin. Like, they've all looked great. Uh, mm. But now we're into WrestleMania season, and for some reason we don't we don't want Bobby to have support. I mean, what, what possible reason would they have to have a, a faction up against? Because Drew's going to win. Yeah. And Drew can't beat four people. But to be to be clear, uh, Baron uh, Baron Corbin not part of the Hurt business anymore, despite the fact he helped him out on Raw. Um, don't know if he's still King Corbin or not. He's not wearing his uh, his King attire anymore. He's back. He's been to his, dethroned. Don't know. Well, how long has he been running that King gimmick? Or has he has he decided to denounce his his uh, peerage? Possibly step back. Maybe step back from active duty because he's he going to move to America and get a an Wait. interview with Oprah. Well, he's already in America. Well, he's going to move to South America <laughs> and get an interview with the non-union Latin, Mexican Latin. equivalent, Oprah. <laughs> <laughs> Oprah, Oprahita, Oprahita. It's just it's. <laughs> it'd be like, uh, oh fuck, I can't think of a. Uh, Chew get a muscle car. Chew get a muscle car. Everybody got a muscle car. <laughs> low riders. You get a low rider. You Chew get, get a low rider. That's it. Chew get a low rider. Chew get a. Low... <laughs> yeah. Hey. 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 Do you know? Do you know, so the stupid, do you know the thing about this whole Baron Corbin helping Bobby Lashley thing against Drew McIntyre? Is it's just a, it's a weird like inversion of the meat shield that they had like two two or three years ago where you had um bobby lashley uh baron corbin and drew mcintyre all going up against is it um 
Ambrose, uh, Rollins, and and Reigns back in back in whatever period it was. Do you remember when they were, they were, they were like? But 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 Corbin was the was the the lead lead guy and and Lashley were and McIntyre were the lackeys, uh, and they were all fixed. Like that's I I refer to them as the meat shield because they're just three big meaty boys in a in a trio. <laughs> so they're the meat shield. Um, what the, I remember them vaguely. Yeah, it was like I just I don't know why they've put them back together again. I see no reason to have Baron Corbin in here other than the fact that Baron Corbin's got nothing to do and clearly. Um, has lost is is lost all his little buddies after one of his one of his little knights got fired. Maybe it's, it's such a shame with Barry, Bar, Big Barry C. Big Big Barry. I I don't care about Big Barry C. This is the thing: is that he's how many times have you had like a chicken shit piece piece of shitty heel like Barry C. Be that tall and that big? Yeah, like it's it's so weird. He's got such a weaselly gimmick. But he's huge. I, it's like, it's like the Miz on roids, like much more <laughs> roids. It's it's just so strange a character trait. And he that... regularly loses. Like it's the only other thing I could potentially think of is like Big Cass when Big Cass was there when he was doing the whole uh, "I'm taller than you" um, feud with Dan, Daniel Bryan, which then Baron Corbin re- reiterated with. Uh, Chad Gable slash Shorty G, um, yeah. because you know people don't like it when big people talk down to small people. Um, I know he's doing what he's told, but this this is it for Barry C. He's not. I mean, short of going into real estate or whatever afterwards, this is it for wrestling with him. Yeah, I don't never know gonna, if he wants. I don't know if he wants to wrestle after WWE. I don't know. I don't see it. I don't. I don't. I don't see it in him. I think so, I think that the, again the period for Baron Corbin, where he was where he could have become a big thing has long passed, um, mm-hmm. and he's just yeah I don't I don't know, I'm just don't care it's, don't care. There's a, all of these people that have been so evenly booked for so long that every there's just a huge feeling. Of yeah, and that's and that is that is absolutely one of WWE's biggest biggest hindrances right now is that so many people have been 50-50 booked for so long that there mm-hmm. is this just massive quagmire of a mid-card where people yep. have just shared wins and losses for so long that you're just like nobody stands out. Nobody. And then you've got wrestlers that are like in their late 30s pushing their almost 40s and then you think, hey this guy, wow this guy's how old? Yeah. How and long has he been here yeah, because like, like, it all just merges together. Even like Rollins, and you're like, he's how old? Yeah. And Ziggler, how old? Miz, how old? Fuck. Yeah. Because they've just been there for so fucking long. Yeah. Uh, and this, and this is this, this is the other thing. Like NXT, which used to be a step up, like all of the guys who are NXT are potentially screams bigger, better than everyone that is on the main roster. But as soon as they move up to the main roster, they get plugged into this, like, uh, just purgatory of mid-card. Yeah. Where they just it... float around. Look at look at Ricochet. Most, one of the most exciting oh, talents yeah. around. Like, did, did, did great guns in NXT. As soon as he moved up, yeah. fart noise. 
sell for this guy, sell for that guy, sell for this guy, sell for that guy. But keep, we're going to keep telling everyone that you, you're like a superhero because, you know, you do crazy things, but keep selling, make this guy look good. And, and, and that's, and that's standard WWE. Yeah. As soon as you yeah. move up, you're just, just going to get, get gubbed. I think with NXT, you have a lot of wrestlers that are being worked with hmm. uh, and they kind of evolve what they want to evolve and bend and kind of twist their, their positives into something bigger and better. And when you go to WWE, they get shown, hey, Vince, here's this. And here's these examples of this thing. And then Vince is like, right, you're going to do this. You're going to do this. You're going to do this. And Nakon's going to want you to do anything other than what they tell you to do. Now go, win me over. And then you're like, motherfucker, we're told not to jump when we want to. Yeah. You Like say, you tell us to jump, we jump. If we jump another time or jump a different way, you're you we get told not to do that. But yet you complain when we do as we're told. So it's like, what the fuck do you want us to do? Yeah. And there's so many people there that are just so apathetic because we get so pissed off with them going, why don't you leave? Why don't you? It's like, look, I'm making a fuckload of money here. I'm not going to make this money elsewhere. I Like, just, I've just accepted it. Just fucking move on. And that's fine. But there's so many people there that yeah. are in, in that mindset that they... They're comfortable. It's hard. You don't want to say they don't care anymore about the product, but it's hard for them to care. Yeah. And and you can see in their matches that they just want to get in, get out, get their money, and then come home. And they can't even fucking stream and do what they want and have fun with each other without WWE sticking their nose in on their personal time as well. Yeah. Uh, Andrade posts photo of him, himself signing a blank piece of paper. Great for him. Nice to know that Andrade can write. Uh... <laughs> I'm assuming this was He's when... probably writing a letter to Le Opera or whatever his <laughs> name was and goes, you should have me on your talk show. <laughs> I want a lowrider. Exactly. Uh, uh, New, oh, New ja- I, carry on. No, uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling. Same thing. New Japan Pro Wrestling debuts new IWGP World Heavyweight Championship, um, which is a weird amalgamation of like four different designs, but looks terribly, terribly, terribly like the Nightmare Factory uh, symbol. Oh, I was going for they just took the butterfly off of the diva's belt. No, I the first thing I saw was like, oh, that looks like the thing that's tattooed on um, Cody's neck. Well, there you go. It doesn't look nice. I don't like it. If that's their main title, they've they've really dropped the ball because their old title was much better than that. Yeah, uh, the war is over. NXT is moving to Tuesdays. Um, we'll no longer be going up against uh, NXT, but we'll be going up against uh, Impact. So uh, a new war for them to fight against a company they probably will be beaten much more regularly. Well, Impact gets it's it's difficult to to actually figure out how much views they get because they're on so many different platforms now. They're yeah. on like Twitch and other things, and they they say they get like half a million views or whatever, but it's not. It's nowhere no. near that close. But yeah, no, no longer, no longer will, support, it's nearly, nearly did. Yeah, but no longer will NXT be up against uh, AEW. Uh, to be honest, it hasn't been a war since late 2019, which when the last time NXT actually beat uh, AEW in the ratings, like yeah, it's, like October. Yeah. I want to say it's October 2019 was the last time NXT actually. I think won it that. was when Keith Lee had the title. Yeah, I think that was the closest time. But and since and then, it'll benefit both parties. 
yeah, they'll they 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 won't be splitting the splitting the viewership. They'll be they'll get a chance to get more viewers, and I think it'll improve. And they won't be trying to counter book each other, which was just ruining everything. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that's me for news. Is there anything uh, else you can think of? Just seeing if I've got anything else. Uh, Dalton Castle resigns with Ring of Honor. Yay! Uh, like oh, Graham Jean had his dinner. Okay, yeah, great. basically. Uh, um, oh, there's the Brian Kendrick thing. Okay, um, and then there's a lot of stuff about TV shows. Uh, New Day's Brody Lee Royal Rumble gear auction results in a hundred uh, eleven thousand dollar donation for Rochester Food Bank. That's a nice story. Oh, that's a nice yeah. story. Yeah, that is a nice yeah, story. Good for good, good for the New Day. Good for the New Day. Good, good, good glad to see that. Um, yeah. Hulk Hogan, I wanted to turn heel at WrestleMania 6, but Vince wouldn't let me. No, he fucking didn't. Shut up. Uh, apparently, yeah. What was, was WrestleMania saying, 6? Was that... That was, uh, I believe that Warrior? was him. That was Warrior. Basically, he said he wanted to he wanted to do Hollywood Hulk Hogan then. He wanted to he wanted to basically come back to the ring and basically yeah. drop, drop Warrior and basically beat him up for a while, drag him out, and then start doing Hollywood Hulk Hogan then. Um, drop. But Vince was like, nah. Drop Warrior, drag him out. What he wanted to beat Warrior. He wanted to. He wanted to. He was going to lose the belt to. to, to he was going to lose the match to Warrior. Go to leave. Get halfway down the ramp. Uh, and go back turn, and then go beat back him up. In and then beat even him up. Even though we couldn't. He. Even though we couldn't before, so he sucker punches him or something, and then and then uh, beats him up after. Uh, how about this? When I put him over and hand him the belt, everyone's cheering for him, and I'll go halfway down the aisle, but I just turn around and I go and grind, just grind him. Just drop him, drag him around the ring, and just crucify him. I want to be Hulk Hogan, uh, Hollywood Hulk Hogan. I said, I want to be Triple H, Hollywood Hulk Hogan, the ultimate bad guy. Uh, and he goes, and, Vin, and Vince goes, no, that'll never work. <laughs> and Vince said, I, I said, I said, Vince, I can be a bad guy. I used to be a bad guy when I worked for your father. I know how to do it. And he just goes, no, 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 that'll never work. This Hulk, Hulkamania thing, I think you just need to slow things down. Just utter but, shame. But the thing, the thing, shame. the thing he says in his, at the time, some fans were already turning on Hogan as the initial wave of his success as a pure babyface was petering out. Uh, as Hogan recalled, he wanted to turn heel because he firmly believed it would have been incredibly successful. The red and yellow, you know, I was getting some booze. It was time for me to back down, said Hogan. Uh, but way before then, I wanted to turn heel. But I just thought I would have had a hell of a run in WWE as Hollywood Hulk Hogan. But Hulk, Vince and I had a disagreement. Uh, so finally, a few years, I went ahead and did my thing and left. So. If I recall, his his the thing that he was leaving for with Ultimate Warrior was that not no holes barred, something like that. Yeah, I can't my I can't really search for it. But if it was no holds barred, are you telling me a, a Vince McMahon produced movie with Hulk Hogan as the top star, and also you've got well, what was it, Mister Nanny when he was a top when he was a yeah. uh, hero and uh, Suburban Commando when he was a hero. You telling me through all of that he was wanting to turn to a bad guy just before all of those movies came out. Get fucked. Yeah. And also, it's he had every opportunity to turn as a bad guy, but so WrestleMania 6 would have been 89 or 90? WrestleMania 1 was 84. Yeah, so it'd be, uh, it'd be, it'd be 6 would be 80. Uh, no, be 85, sorry. 85, so it would be 91 for WrestleMania 6. So that was a year before he got booed out of the building at Royal Rumble. 
But then he came, like, the thing is, though, is if he goes away and does a movie, he's just going to come back again. Like, nobody's going to boo him when Hulk, when Hulk Hogan comes back. Yeah. It's just fucking revisionist history by Hulk Hogan. This is a man that said that uh, he turned down the idea for the George Foreman. This this was a guy that, uh, like, once he took the tombstone from Undertaker, laid on the ground and fucking complained that he broke his neck. Yeah. Fucking arsehole. Just shut the fuck up, Hogan. Nobody likes you. Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal returning on SmackDown. Participants are not uh, uh, announced. Um, yep, they're going to do the Battle Royale on SmackDown because despite the fact that WrestleMania is two days long, they don't have space for it. Um, the the uh, It's going to be star-packed because it's mostly... All of the um, the jobbers who are chasing the 24-7 title. Akira Tozawa, Angel Garza, Cedric Alexander, Drew Gulak, Elias, Eric. Uh, oh man, he's still around. Uh, Grand Metal- Metalik, Humberto Carrillo, Jackson Riker, Jey Uso, Kalisto, King Corbin, Lince Dorado, Mace, Murphy, Mustafa Ali, Ricochet, Sitton Belgeman, Shinsuke Nakamura, which is a very big name for this sort of thing, uh, Slapjack, T-Bar, and Tucker. So... Yeah, they've already started not giving a shit about the the Andre Battle Royale. No, I think uh, I think what's his name, the Great Kelly, is going to be in that as well. Oh, I think he'll. No. I, th- I think they'll have him win it before his uh, before the Hall of Fame gets uh, view- shown. That uh, that would be a terrible idea. That that's why they're doing it before WrestleMania. Yeah. Uh, Chris Jericho revealed as Stone Cold Steve Austin's uh, next guest on the Broken Skull Sessions. That would be good. I'd like to watch that. Uh, yeah, everyone thought it was uh, everyone thought it was a uh, April Fool's joke, um, but it was announced on the second. Um, so yeah, apparently after uh, Jericho, after Austin did the Taker one. Jericho sort mm-hmm. of messaged Stone Cold and they had a bit of a chat, uh, at which point Steve was like, oh, we should get you on. And he turned around to Vince and said, are you okay if I get Jericho on? And Vince was like, yeah, sure, no worries. And Stone Cold goes, well, me and Vince don't have the greatest history of communicating very well. So I called him again to check and he's just basically said, okay. So yeah, it's going to be it's gonna be interesting. AEW guy on WWE programming. Um, you gotta, you got to mm. think they're going to talk about AEW. Vince will get the views out of it, which is yeah. you know the only thing he'll get benefiting out of it. Um, and then they, he'll probably say that's fine. Like, I mean, they've already talked, haven't they? We we've got some news already from the podcast. Yeah, where they talked about Sting. Yeah. So, uh, I I would expect maybe like WWE would kind of go okay, let's ease up on the AEW stuff, and as long as there's more WWE stuff than AEW stuff, we'll yeah. we'll be fine with it. Uh, apparently AJ Styles had been pestering Triple H for a WrestleMania match, but Triple H doesn't have the time to deal with it. Um, and Triple H is not shocked by Chris Jericho appearing on a WWE Network, saying, we're open for business, which I'm pretty certain was the thing that was said after the Forbidden Door got opened um, initially by AEW, uh, when Triple H was like asked, oh, are you going to work with other companies? He's like, we're open for business. Uh, um, mm. And that sort of yeah, yeah, we'll we'll do it. I'm not going to name particular companies that we do want to work with because everyone wants to work with AEW and nobody wants to talk to us anymore. Um, but yeah, uh-huh. that's that's that one. Uh, and after that, there's a Davari thing, which we've already spoken about. Uh, Britt Baker wants to be the first woman to main event an AEW pay-per-view. Hang on a second, dude. Let's go back to the Davari thing because I forgot to mention this. One of the big reasons that that 
that angle got shot on very quick by UPN was that it, it was shown before on UPN and they were fine with it. The problem with it was was that it happened right at the, the London bombings, the 7-7 London bombings. Yes. And it was recorded before the bombings, but shown after the bombings. Yeah. And then UPN were like, we've got a lot of complaints about this because of the terrorist attacks. Cut it the fuck out. And so that's that was the context behind that. Davari, before he even started doing the uh, the evil the evil terrorist gimmick, and it wasn't really a terrorist, it was just Muslim-looking people hmm. complaining about how you judge us as terrorists, which is what Bruce Pritchard said was, that is very true. They're, they're not actually being bad guys at that point. They're they're telling you, you treat us as if we're terrorists, so fuck you. And that's what they were going through all the way up until they decided to jump down the rabbit hole of wearing balaclavas and, and, and t- uh, grabbing Shawn Michaels and Undertaker and stuff. Hmm. But Davari used to dive so deep into that gimmick, it was unreal, before he even became the manager of... Uh, Mohammed uh, Hassan. Hassan. He used to do a flying leg drop off the top rope with a with a carpet. <laughs> he, he, he used to like put it under his legs and call it the flying carpet. Nice. So, like, I mean, didn't he moan about it, pal? Because you were doing it before the that was like if you saw if you saw a wrestler nowadays doing that. Yeah. Okay. So there's, there's, that would be there's worse a, than the Mohammed Hassan character. There's a difference between. A a Muslim Iranian uh, type guy who's doing it themselves, and and they're they're doing it where they're basically riding a uh, a carpet and doing a leg drop, uh, versus um, Middle Eastern type characters leading the assault and kidnapping of a character, which also included a garroting um, on national television. Okay, well, what about, uh, and I'm not arguing, like, I'm not saying you're wrong, but <laughs> the the third, the, 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 uh, the, the oh, what the fuck is his name? Uh, Jinder Mahal. Yes. J- Jinder Mahal pulled a fucking flute out of nowhere and started to snake charm Santino Morella's arm. When he had this, when he had the cobra on, but that's also not a real cobra. It's pure comedy. But it's also a stereotype. Oh, it's a stereotype. Of... But it, the, it's not an actual snake. It's a man's arm. Yeah. So this Italian man, who's not Italian, yeah, was pretending that his arm was being charmed by an Indian fella because he's got a snake puppet over it. Yes, but it also didn't involve. A bunch of men in balaclavas. <laughs> so it's okay. It's okay for a fake Italian man to stick so to to pigeonhole an Indian fellow who he's wrestling as a stereotype, but it's not okay for like people to pretend they're terrorists. Do you know what? Right, if the if the Undertaker situation had had all kicked off because Muhammad Hassan and Davari had rubbed their magic lamp and a man appeared. And in blue, Alvinus appeared, in, and Alvinus <laughs> appeared in blue face and started singing and 
and making wishes happen, and those wishes were that the Undertaker would be garroted by men and things, then yeah, that that level of ridiculous. Or or, or Mohammed Hassan had come out dressed as Jafar from from Aladdin or anything mm-hmm. like that. Then yes, but the fact that the there there is a difference between the ridiculousness of a situation where a man yes a man plays into the, a racial stereotype of of snake charming. But he's snake charming a man's arm, not an actual snake, and it's quite clearly a comedy bit. So whereas, if... whereas the 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 Undertaker thing, where men in balaclavas, led by led by Middle Eastern Eastern uh, people who have been shouting about being treated badly by Middle Eastern people, and again, I agree that and I do remember there initially being it's like it's like the whole the reason you hate us is because we're speaking the truth. To, to you and you don't want to hear that but but it started to delve deeper into terrorist yeah, it, around it, about it, that yeah, time it yeah. delved way too deep into terrorist stuff and and treaded again in a way that WWE are not generally particularly good at dealing with like someone will have no, gone terrible oh, at that yeah and this someone will have gone this is a great idea this is a great way to get heat and in most normal circumstances yes it probably would have been a great way to get heat but it, it's that whole too real too soon too sweet too, yeah, exactly. Too, too furious. So uh, you would have preferred uh, Hassan and Davari rubbing a lamp and <laughs> Val Venus coming out in blue f- blue face going, don't worry, ladies, just like the big Valvoski, he always comes when you rub his lamp. Because <laughs> that is just stupid. <laughs> that is cartoon logic. Whereas, so this is whereas this is the unfortunate did. line where if, if something's real, if something's racist and real, whereas if something's slightly racist but hilarious, there, there's a line that y- you cross, and WWE's too real too soon crosses that line. But the fake Italian uh, snake charming thing comes across as how many people died in in and around the time that uh, that a man. A man, an Indian man, pretended to to snake charm and a fake Italian man's arm. How many people have died trying to charm snakes? Probably quite a few. But More they, people that died in the seven seven. But, but but how many people died? But but around that time, was there like a spate of of snake charming deaths? When did snakes on a plane come out? <laughs> also, not much later. Not, that is not a documentary. <laughs> no. That's true. <laughs> Snakes on a Plane, I think, came out 2005. Snakes on a Plane is not a documentary. You can't be like, well, it doesn't like end and go, this story based on real life experiences. Do you remember the guy that looked like AJ Styles that starred in that movie? No, I, I don't remember. I didn't, I've not watched that movie. Oh, weirdly, it's really we, good and really bad. Weirdly, I, I think I understand the plot. Um, the whole reason that movie exists is because a writer went, hey, it'd be great if we could get Samuel L. Jackson to say, I want to get these motherfucking snakes off this motherfucking plane. That's the reason was, they made that movie. Was that the original the original that, that OG was, crowdsourcing? Yeah, pretty much. Like it was like a writer just said, Hey, let's write a movie where we make Samuel L. Jackson say this. And they went to Samuel L. Jackson and said, How would you think? And Samuel L. Jackson said, If you're gonna pay me, sure. Um don't so, blame him. So yeah, he made that movie. That was a really good movie. Exactly. Like it was a it it was a really good stupid movie that was much better with Samuel L. Jackson in it. Yeah. Well, nobody else is going to pull off that line. Like it's not like you're going to cast. I don't know. 
Matt Damon to do that line. No, no, it's going to be like <laughs> Jean-Claude Van Damme in really broken English. <laughs> I have had enough of these motherfucking, <laughs> these merding fucking snacks on this plane. Or, or Sly, where it's just like, I'm going to love these snacks. I've had enough of these motherfucking snacks. Did you fist blood? Like, th- come on, bite me! I'm here. It's it's that whole thing. Like the the whole thing with the Tavari thing is it, it stepped on a nerve that was raw at the wrong time. Yes, and that's and that's the reason it got it got nixed because at the, that particular time, WWE content was inappropriate for what was going on. Yeah, and you had the lava resistance and all that crap yeah. too. So yeah, yeah, like just don't take from real life. Just, yeah, don't take from just real life. Do and your WWE bubble. are really bad at that. They are yeah. so they are not capable of doing nuanced gimmicks like that. How the fuck did we get onto this? Weren't we doing TV at this point? No, no, we we pretty much finished. I I, I had said Britt Baker wants to be the first woman to main event uh, an AEW. Oh, and I went back on it. You went back, I? yeah. So. But- Britt Baker will main event a pay per view at some point. Oh, she I, will. I don't have a absolutely. A, she will. I think. With that. I think. I think uh, she'll 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 do that. She's definitely going to be. T- uh, let's do TV. Let's just talk about AEW just now, anyway, and then yeah. we'll go down a rabbit hole of WWE afterwards. Right. Not for too long. We're already an hour and a half in. Now, I know. Right? So AEW, what's happened recently over the last couple of weeks is that the the uh, we'll we'll go with the lower folk first. So. Britt Baker had the that match that we talked about, yeah. and then it's basically just been a couple of promos since then, where she's been she's been gathering a lot of fan support. Yeah. But it's like I'm still a ba- I'm still a piece of shit heel. Yeah, yeah. she's and, been trying you know, to sort of get rid of the the the, the respect pops. Yeah, for... and she's doing DMD as a sign off now. I really like that. Her promos yeah. are getting so much better. So she comes, she's coming along in leaps and bounds, and and Ty Conti is getting some serious wrestling time. She mm. fucking beat Nyla Rose. Yeah. She, she's been looking pretty solid recently, actually. Yeah. Uh, like, I, I would say so. be a badass. And she's she's kind of like... Remember what I was complaining about mon- like, a, yeah, you like, know, months ago about how you didn't know if she was a heel or face? Yeah. That's gone now. Exactly. She's face. Proper face. And I'm happy with that. And it's it seems to be working a bit better. I really do feel... That they need to get the belt off, off of Shida. off of Shida now, yeah. <laughs> and it's just such a shame that it's you know it's this we've talked about it before with the language barrier and all that stuff. But she can she can still make an impact, but her time is done. I think just she, like John Moxley, she needs to kind of like take a step back. She does. I think I think the thing is is like she's been the center point of the women's division during a really difficult time, and particularly when they've not had access to. A lot of their bigger names, or their 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 names, were starting to develop. Mm-hmm. Um, like um, Britt Baker at the start of the the pandemic was really just starting to get into this this heel role. Now she's sort of yeah. she's really starting to hit her stride with it, and now is the best time for her to be the champion. And because, Statlander got injured as well. At a yeah, and Statlander as well. But but Statlander's back now as well. So it's and it looks like she's going into a feud with Penelope Ford, which is good for I think good for them. Good 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 comeback feud for her. Gives Penelope something to do. Um, she took a hell of a hit from the the Perspex during the arcade uh, Anarchy match when when 
uh, yeah, yeah, Chris Allen just sort of pops up and it just pops this big perfect thing in front of it. And then there's like there's a picture online of of the like the imprint of Penelope Ford's like lips and nose and forehead <laughs> and all <laughs> of the concealer. And it's just like it's just a massive print of it. It's amazing. And it's just like, oh, brilliant. oh I'm gonna have to find that. I'm gonna um, look for it. So what uh, we'll talk about that match then. The the uh, best friends, uh, Orange Cassidy and Chucky T. Chucky T. They f- they finally had their arcade anarchy match against oh, it was Nero so and stupid, Kip Sabian. It. it was. It was good fun. Now the problem was though, it is recently two weeks after that crazy lights out match between Britt Baker and and Thunder Rosa. Yeah. But they though if you're going to have characters do silly stuff like that with yeah. Lego pieces instead of thumbtacks and yeah. t- and you know arcade machines having those guys do it oh, was perfect. Like they, they, these guys are the experts at these sort of things. Like they they the the history in places like Shikara and um pro wrestling gorilla means that they are absolutely great at doing these sort of like slightly off center gimmick matches and like fair play to Kip Sabian and Miro. Like they did such a good job in this and Miro is looking ripped right now. Mm-hmm. Like he is looking in such good shape and he, he absolutely, he, he looks like a monster and he's so close to just destroying Kip Sabian and going off on a tear. Like that's what yeah. I want to see now. I, I, he need, he's done. I think he's done with Kip. The fact that Kip ate the pin um, and cost him the cost him the win, um, and like they, they, he just needs to destroy Kip, um, and and just just absolutely go crazy because that 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 will just and he won't turn face either. He he no. will be he'll still remain heel. No, he will because Kip Kip's. Good enough to basically keep keep such of a douchebag to be able to still pull off being a heel, uh, particularly if he's still going to be connected to Penelope, and that's fine. That that works. Um, but it was nice to see Trent come back. It was nice to see Sue reappear. I thought that was a that was a nice little touch with the whole thing. Yeah, turning that was up. pretty good. Um, yeah, and then leaving at the end, like it was just it, it makes me laugh all the time. And it, yeah, it was it was it was a great match. Great great pay per view without having a massive name in it. Do you know what I mean? Like yes. that was the main yeah. event of that match. Great spot for those guys. And like you're looking at your your big main eventers aren't in there. Like you don't have to, there's no Kenny, there's no Cody, no. there's no Bucks, there's no no nothing like that. And it was a great match. But AEW have this uh have this track record of giving the best friends, like they know they can have them in the, the main event. And they're mm. not scared to have non-main eventers in the main event. Yeah, and that's it's just and that's, as long as they know it's the, the payoff to a feud or whatever. Yeah, and that's and that's and that makes it even more interesting. That they you, yeah. they, they have that A faith of them and B the ability to, to put them in the main event and say, hey, you guys are main eventing tonight. It's not always it's not always the same like with WWE where you've got it's always like it'll be a match involving the tag the 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 world champion or some connection to the world champion or some connection to the main feud, like yeah. if, like, like the Kenny Omega feuds in the mid in the mid show, the Bucks are opening the opening mm-hmm. the show most weeks. Yeah, but the Bucks always love opening the show because they've got the the biggest pops. That's yeah. that's why they do it. Uh, uh, Christian finally made his debut yeah. against uh, Kazarian, yeah. and it was a long, classic singles match where the two guys just kicked the fuck out of each other. They did, and 
it it was solid. It was it was beefy. It wasn't completely slapping beef. No, I would I wouldn't say, say more it was just slapping like beef at all. But it was good. It was wh- solid. Whipping bacon, maybe. <laughs> whipping just bacon. against each other, like yeah. like whipping it. Whoosh, yeah, no, like I, it was a good match, and yeah, and it, it really highlighted a lot of the good stuff that that Christian's poss- capable of doing. And Frankie mm-hmm. Gazarian, again, everyone forgets how good he is. Because mm-hmm. yeah. like, he was a perfect, perfect person to have that match with, um, and just sort of like they're sort of teasing this idea that like Frankie could could potentially could potentially start turning heel. There's obviously this setup between him and uh, Christopher Daniels at the moment, where as soon as um, SCU lose, they're not going to be a team anymore. They're currently number one in the tag rankings again uh, to mm. potentially face the Bucks. Yeah, that's got to change. I think. I think Christopher Daniels knows he's on his way out. Yeah, and Daniels... I think Kazarian kind of feels he's maybe got a little bit longer left, but he's got. He's, I think they... he's got. I think he's got a potential sort of heel run in him. They uh... could very well be producers for a long, long time in AEW once, because the current list of AEW producers is they're they're very old. Mm. Like there's a lot of old guys in there, and they're going to have to get replaced at some point. And there's a lot of guys in, not a lot, but there's some a guys in AEW that are on the tail end of their careers that could fit in nicely in that role. Mm, definitely, definitely. Um, what else should we talk about? Pinnacle, Pinnacle got a uh, P- Pinnacle have been sort of living at large for the last couple of weeks, and now it's all coming back to bite them in the ass because yep. the inner circle have returned. They've retaken their dressing room. Um, Dash Wilder got. Properly busted open in the head, uh, and they didn't show you. They didn't show you how. No, no, just proper. It was just in the initial scuffle. Yeah, right at the uh, start when he came out of the toilets. Uh, and then uh, that whole thing really made me laugh so much. Like I don't know how. I, I genuinely want to know how long. Like in that whole situation, if you're looking at it as a real situation, how long? How long were they standing in that toilet waiting for someone to come in to open the door? Um, but it was just very the, true. It was just the way MJF opens the door, closes it, and goes. We gotta go. Yeah, um, I've seen that on something. Yeah. What what movie did I see that in? There's there's a whole. I've seen it done a lot of, a lot of times. Like it's, I can't remember what it is, but it's it, it was a it was a great little segment. It really sort of it's nice to see them them back together and yeah, seeing MJF getting swirled and and smashed into the. The, the stuff and them taking back the, the Pepsi fridge. Yeah. Pepsi fridge. Yeah, it was it was good fun. It was it was a great little segment, um, and I'm really looking forward to seeing that um, feud re- really continue because there's, there's some good matches there. Uh, FTR versus Proud and Powerful is going to be amazing. Um, mm-hmm. Sammy Guevara is going to beat the piss out of uh, Sean Spears because he's going to take he's going to eat the pins. Um, you're gonna get a beefy, the beefy horse. Oh, match. it's gonna be a big beefy horse match between, and that's the thing. Like what I love about it is it's, it's two real powerhouses that have been built up as powerhouses, and we've seen yeah. them actually go up against each other. Um, so I'll be like, I don't particularly like Hagar, but he, he does. He is, plays his role well. Yeah, he's he's a lurch. He's a beefy lurch character yeah. who just. Who, who, like, you want to put him up against Luchasaurus or anyone big, he'll hammer you. He'll, he'll oh, go toe-to-toe and hammer you. And that's perfect for, for Hager. Like, yeah. we need a big muscly guy to do something, get Hager to pick. He's like the, the, the what's his name, Camarotto? Nick Camarotto. Yeah, of the of the Nightmare family where he just shuts the fuck up, does, does beefy stuff, and then just has, he sometimes has a funny moment in him as well because he has that, 
I won't say a word type thing. And yeah. just, you just have to see his face and yeah. you'll either burst out laughing or like he's in the background, but there's something, there's something about Hager that I just get drawn to yeah. where I just think, look at his fucking face. He looks so gormless. Yeah. But that's, He's fine with that right now. He's getting paid to do that. Yeah, and that's fine. Like he's, he's and it works because Jericho and that bounce off it as well. Of course they do, and they like they they pushed that whole thing with when 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 they had like the whole combination of the, like when 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 Hagar and uh, when MJF and Wardlow were part of it, and you just had Wardlow and Hagar just constantly staring at each other in that whole like oh, I don't like you, don't like you either, and genuinely like for at least three segments in a row, that's all you had they were doing. They didn't say anything. They didn't do anything. They just stared at each other. Yeah, that's than, all they need to do. And and, and that and that worked. And and that that built to a little match. And that was fine. That was good. That was, that worked. So that and 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 yeah, like the, this is this is going to be a great feud. We might maybe may, will we see something like blood and guts come out of this? Hopefully, that'd be great. I I would guess so. Yeah, and I think because they're getting more and more fans in, I think they mm. can they can push for more fans at the next pay-per-view and do yeah. it the next pay-per-view. And because it's pay-per-view, they can get away with a lot more stuff than mm. what they would do on TNT. Right, so after that, let's talk... Uh, oh, since, talk QT. Yeah, let's talk QT. The the dastardly QT. The who dastardly beat, QT. Uh, who beat Fuego. No. Del Sol. <laughs> the, uh, crushed your dreams. He was pissing about... Uh, being Cody's friends and and being disrespected, he then got an exhibition match with Cody, and for the life of me, Cody constantly position positions himself as a bad guy. Yeah. Everything everything about him screams bad guy. <laughs> yeah, he does. It really does. Yeah, for some reason he's always the face. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait, spell bad so guy. Funny. Elongated entrance that nobody else gets. Bad guy. <laughs> Old guy that's constantly that's got a cheat sheet that tells you like do a, do a kick do a pin. So many, like, so many other guys helping him. Like he's yes, got, he's got exactly. so many guys in the ring. Constantly having your wife around you, also a bad guy yeah. trope. More more yeah. than a good technically guy trope. runs the company. Exactly, powers that be in with yeah. the in with the powers that be. It's just unfucking real. How much of a bad guy <laughs> that Cody Rhodes is? Where's the suit? Be. Yeah, where's this exactly? Where where's a shit looking suit? Cody Rhodes. It's just everything is bad guy, but he, for some reason he's the good guy in this, and and QT is now Fat Rock, and he's decided he he wants to. And QT is QT's, QT's a all solid, right. QT's a solid heel. Solid they, heel. What, what this did is it, it absolutely cemented him. Like where yes. previously, where previously he'd been sort of like that lower lower tier sort of uh workman type character come in yeah okay we need someone to to to, to take the pin like mm-hmm. he's been slowly evolving over the last sort of month and a half two months specifically since lee johnson got his first win when lee johnson got his, his big win and then johnson comes out and he's like standing literally right in front of um cutie marshall like, mm-hmm. Cody Marshall slightly standing over his shoulder, and Johnson's like, "Oh, I gotta thank everyone. I gotta thank Cody. I gotta thank Dustin. I gotta thank everyone." Oh, he, didn't thank, he didn't he, thank Cody. Didn't he? He thanked Cody. He, he didn't thank. He didn't thank QT. Didn't thank QT. And you see QT in the back. And I remember watching this and thinking, 
there's your heel turn. There's your heel turn coming right there. There's your momentum. Uh. Because you can literally see QT, literally as soon as he start, finishes thanking everyone and you know QT's not being mentioned, you just see QT's facial expression and head just go, what? And and ever <laughs> since then, it's been building towards that. Like you've seen like Lee Johnson getting all these opportunities and QT's been having these matches and becoming more heelish and more heelish. And then like coming out to matches with like Nick Camarato, and uh, Nick has been hanging around with him a bit more often. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously this all happens, and this is absolutely cemented. It cements the turn, but it was done in such a way that it makes him look legit. So my problem with QT is that he's he he he's not a he's not a tag team wrestler. He he doesn't really look that good in tag team wrestling. No, but he also doesn't really look good as a singles comment. Uh, uh, singles commentator competitive. A, sing- a single commentator uh, Joey Styles in ECW oh, he, Joey he Styles look definitely good. better than QT he doesn't look as good as a singles wrestler he, he is wearing the gear of The Rock in the late 90s <laughs> and he has the f- and like I said before in the chat he has the face of uh, fucking Tim's helper from Home Improvement he he has this weird look about him that I think he is. This is it. This is his big push. I don't think he's going to have any other big storylines. I think he should transition to. And I hate. I hate the fact that I'm saying this, but I, this is the only thing I can see working. Is that he's going to be the leader of a heel nightmare fact, family faction? Because yeah, well, that's what we're seeing. When, Al, when you Al, join, Al when, thank you. When you join the nightmare family you're an instant face but that doesn't work if you're wanting to be a bad guy no and aaron soro solo solo so so soro so so when he tours japan he's that so (laughs) he's he's he looks like a bad guy he he i think he'll be a better bad guy i think all of those guys will be better bad guys than than faces so yeah i i would absolutely agree the guys that they've picked to move on from the Nightmare Family, are absolutely nailed on heels. Yeah, like, so they needed, if they're going to carry on with this stupid shit where they're in some sort of weird group, then have QT peel off and have his bad guys and Cody's good guys. If you want to do that, fine. I do not like this Nightmare Family crap. I don't like the fact that if you pay your joining fee to the to the Nightmare Factory, you then get instant TV time. I fucking hate that. So this uh, is this is the thing I find at the moment. Like I feel like the Nightmare Family has become the. This is a place we're going to put the vanilla guys that are coming through the factory until they get over or start to start to develop. And again, and and the the weird thing is, is you watch the guys who who have essentially gone off to become heels now, and they are they're the guys who are probably the best <clears throat> developed so far, or the guys you can go, yeah, okay, I can see them as heels. The other ones, you're just like, eh. Like at the moment, so the guys who were in the ring when when the attack happened were Lee Johnson, who, mm-hmm. while athletically gifted, there's nothing going on there. He speaks like a he speaks like he's got a mouthful of marbles, um, and that's it. Um, yeah. The the Gun Club, who we've all gone we've gone over the Gun Club before. We don't need to retread that. Good theme tune. Good theme tune. Fucking uh, focus, focus, <laughs> focus, <laughs> focus, <laughs> ste- fo- focus stealing pricks. Uh, is the best way to refer to them. Um, you've got Billy Gunn for some reason, uh, and then you've got uh, what's her name, Red Velvet. 
uh, again. Photoshop brandy. Photoshop brandy. Don't know why she's red velvet. Too vanilla for me. Like, just fucking hell. <laughs> yeah, I thought I'd get it. In. I thought I'd get it a second time and see if it worked the second time. This has been flogged more than the beef you keep talking about. <laughs> like the the, the 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 people who are still left behind. Like, is there anything really that makes them stand out? No, but no. that's probably why they're and, in there anyway. Exactly. Who, like, this the... fucking... I'm still annoyed that this Captain Sean Young. Sean who... Thank you. I don't care. <laughs> uh, how he was a Nightmare Family uh, alumni, hmm. uh, Nightmare Factory alumni, and he just gets signed by AEW, even though he's done absolutely fucking nothing for AEW. But yet, Fuego del Sol <laughs> has a belter of a match with QT Marshall. Sells like a motherfucker. He he is on Sammy's vlog in BTE. He's charismatic. He gets stuff done. He's talented enough to be on AEW Dynamite, or like. But Captain Sean Dean fucking isn't, and yet he is signed all elite. This reeks of jobs for the boys, and I fucking hate it. And. Legitimately, I, I, do you know? Do you know what I think? Uh, I think uh, QT's faction needs. It needs a heel fuego. Oh, heel fuego! No, no, no Q, QT can't. QT can't uh, have a heel fuego. You need. You need a fuego to join the Nightmare Factory to finally get QT's number and hit him with that fucking fire DDT. <laughs> That's what you need. Like Cody Rhodes, like goes off and deals with Brandy, and and they go off and have their kid, and then the Nightmare Family are lost. They like, what do we do? What do we do, Captain Sean Dean? What do what do we do? And he's like, I don't know. I'm fucking pathetic. Ask and Big Shotty. And like, what what about you, Big Shotty? And he's like, <laughs> and then he's like, oh no. And then fucking like a phoenix rising from the ashes. Austin Gunn. Austin Gunn tracks the focus. <laughs> Fregal de Sol rise up like a phoenix from the ashes just fucking burning with fire flames like wings and you've got fucking gun club gurning behind him taking all the focus away and then he's like I've got QT's number I'll hit him guys don't worry and then they have their match again he wins and then the the night all of the nightmare family can go yes QT's been beat we can rest now and they all just <laughs> they all just <laughs> Are you saying they're all just figments of Cody's imagination? Exactly. They're all just a bad dream. Yeah. Okay, just then, a cheese dream that, that, that Cody's been like, having. And then Cody's Cody's sitting at his, his uh Cody's sitting at his wife's bedside in the hospital with his newborn baby in his hand, and he's looking at a photo of all of the nightmare family <laughs> members, and they all just disappear like the lessons we learned along the way. And they all just disappear, and the only one that's there is Fuego. And then, and then, like a small tear rolls out of Cody's eye, and then down his tattoo. Yeah, and that's the, IGP, the, scene, the IG, scene IWGP title on his on his neck. See, when that fucking baby gets born, I would not be surprised if it goes. Baby Rhodes is all elite. <laughs> it's gonna have a great feud with uh, Negative One, though. And it beat the baby. Fucking somehow rolls over Fuego and pins him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I could see that. So anyhow, Kenny Omega's—they're they're, pushing—they're pushing a thing with Kenny Omega now. Cody Rhodes is out the picture after this. The, yeah. We know this is a short-term thing. So Kenny Omega is now uh, 
they're pushing him going a bit crazy again because they tried to do Crazier. that. They tried to do that at the start of the the AEW show, and then they they retconned it and got rid of it. But now he's coming back as being more crazy, and this time I think it's working. Yeah, and I mean he's really starting to lose his his grip on things. He's still big dominant. Sixty nine me, sixty nine me, Don. Uh, just so out there. Um, I'm liking it. I'm, I am liking it when you've got your when you've got your heavyweight champ feuding with your tag team champs. It it's kind of like it's weird. Mm. But I think, considering how weird it is, it's working. But the other th- weird thing is, is that he's also feuding with like Penta and um, Penta Phoenix and Laredo Kid as well. Oh like, man, they're good. They're yeah, so like good. they're amazing. Phoenix puts on a good match with everybody. Like there's no, there's mm-hmm. nobody in the in the business that that Penta could uh, Phoenix could have a terrible match with. He'd he'd get a four star match out of uh, Great Carly. I could guarantee you. Both of them, both of those guys both can wrestle singles and tags and win both. I could see Penta as the TNT champ, no problem. Oh yeah, definitely, no problem at all. But um, maybe, maybe but, not heavyweight champ, but still. But yeah, it's, it, it's the, the, Kenny's just doing great stuff at the moment. Like the character's building really quickly. Um, but like again, it's it's what when going going back and watching like the BTE, like they're doing this weird thing where they're like trying to push the the bucks down. It's like, oh, like, is this the best bucks you want to be? This isn't what you used to be like. Oh, you wouldn't you would have been happy with this? And it's like, I I have no idea what they're going with this this, this anymore. They're clearly mm-hmm. trying to tell a story like cross across with like BTE and and at AEW, but I just don't know what the where they're going with it. It doesn't I. I think the Bucks are given free reign here with yeah. this storyline, and I don't think they know what to do with themselves. No, I don't think they do. Because they, they had this whole scene in BTE this week where they went up to, to Brandon Cutler and they're like, ah, oh, it's okay, yeah, we lost, but and you lost. But and then Cutler fine. cut a promo on and them. And then Cutler cut a promo on them, going off at them about how like how the old Bucks wouldn't have like accepted this and they would have just gone out and we're going, what? Yeah. Like I got really... I, again, it's... It's it's do you know it's what they did before the FTR match like they, yeah it's, exactly it's it, they've they've completely lost track of where they're going because they're not in a specific feud with a specific team at the moment mm-hmm. they're in this weird storytelling phase with with Kenny and that's fine they're they're doing but I don't understand what this whole like are you happy with who you are now uh, thing is like yeah. Unless the only reason I could think of it is is that to bring Hangman back in to work with the Bucks against Kenny and the Good Brothers to then start to build towards Kenny and uh, Kenny and Page, but then that that cuts short Kenny's feud, uh, Kenny's reign. There's no way, Hangman and and that's the thing. But but this is the, the thing. title again and lose. But this is but so this is this is the thing. Like, if, are they starting to plant the seeds for that though? Like are they are they I, are they starting to sort of just sort of go oh maybe we should get back to being friends with with Adam again and and that will be that will be part of the next story, which will mm-hmm. be rebuilding that trust between Adam Page and the, the Young Bucks, so that they can they can they can work together. Do you, do you feel like AEW and oh, there's stuff with Dark Order as well and and they're not they're not really doing that much because they're kind of there with Tay Conti and they're there for Adam Page but they're kind of kind of kicking about there doing their own thing. Mm. 
and then they're feuding with the HFO, the Hardy family office now. Yeah. And they're going to have this big fucking Survivor Series or whatever it is. I don't know. But but also, but also Matt Hardy looks like he's going to be feuding with Darby Allen as well. Yeah, but there's also like, uh, oh, the Murderhawk monster feuding like, with Sting. Cutting yeah. promos against Sting. Yeah. Because I, I quite like the idea of having Jake the Snake and Sting feuding and cutting promos on each other and hmm. and They've Lance Archer and Sting. Yeah, and Lance Archer and Sting having like a, a cinematic match. I'd be fine with that. Uh you've got Taz and uh Team Taz. Uh, They're going through some issues at the moment, which is weird. Yeah. But I, I don't really like the way Ricky Starks is handling it. I'm really liking that. Isn't it like he like he's like He's like, I'm super cool with this whole thing. Like, really yeah. going over the top. <laughs> yeah, and he's like hamming up his emotions and his and his like movements and everything. He's like, mm, I'm absolutely fine. I don't know what you're talking about. And it's just everything's just so over oh, the top. I, like, yeah, I I love it. I but love like, Ricky Starks. I think Ricky Starks is amazing. I think I think he's better to. I feel like he's a better choice to get out of the ta- uh, team Taz than Brian Cage. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, Starks I does feel... not need to be in Team Taz. Like it's worked for him just now. I think he should get out and they like, and just let Team Taz be Hobbs and Hobbs and Cage. I feel like AEW's divisions, not so much the women's division, but the TNT division, the tag division, the and uh, and the, the you know in the main card division. I think there's just so much stuff there, and we've already said that I fucking love the mid card mm. of AEW. That there's so much stuff there. It's like a, a fantasy booker's wet dream hmm. where there's there's loads of things. And we just the problem is is that there's like so many people in AEW right now that like their talent roster is massive hmm. and it needs to kind of cut down a bit. So like I just I don't I don't want to see good wrestlers lose their jobs, but what what do you do? I mean, like we've got the we've got the Bucks and they're the tag champs, and their storyline is kind of a bit weird, and it feels like they're kind of just rinsing, repeating what they tried to do last time. What do you have them do? I don't like, think. They, I think so. Here's the thing: they don't need the belts. They they really they really don't need the belts. Yes, they're a great tag team, um, but another team would be would benefit from like, the. The tag, the tag title history so far has been what? It's been SCU, it's been, um, it was SCU, FTR. Is it, how many people have won the tag? Three. That's it. So, so it's only been three. To, so, like, you're, you're what? You're, you're two years into the. Well, no, Omega and Page. Oh yeah, Omega and Page. I like those are like four big names. SCU is a good, good initial champ. Like you look at the things like Penta and Phoenix haven't won the title. Uh, no. the like there's the do 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 best friends need the titles? I wouldn't say they do. They they they, they seem to find themselves in great little feuds that 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 just sort of tick over quite nicely. They had a great feud with the uh, proud and powerful over over their uh, Sue's car and their mm-hmm. being like having their, their gear bleached, and then had a great payoff match in the uh, in the street fight with the, mm-hmm. the the park the car brawl. park yeah. Uh, they've had a great feud with Miro and Kip Sabian. While well, it was Trent... a bit boring at the at the start. Yeah, what's it, it got it going? Kinda, it started really it weird at the end. 
it started really weirdly and then Trent got injured, which sort of didn't help, I think. But then again, they, they, they keep finding these nice little feuds where they can sort of get 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 exposure and do that sort of stuff. Like the thing I find with AEW is AEW is very good at rotating their roster on their main show. So bearing in mind AEW have one main show, which is on a on a network in Dynamite. They don't have Raw and SmackDown for like with with the old like in a, in a case of A where they have they have this the roster split or back back in the old days when like SmackDown and Raw were just like it was just this this Stone Cold and Rock show where they would and the Triple H show they would they would just be on every show all the time. Like mm-hmm. from week to week they will you will have a wrestler be on a show maybe wrestling and then not on the show or maybe just doing a promo and that's it. Like you don't have the same situation where the same guys are wrestling all the time every week. There will be weeks where they'll either be off and they'll maybe do a, a video highlight promo and that'll be the one thing they mention about it and then they'll, they'll, and that'll be the reminder to say this is the feud, continue on. Um, or they'll, they'll maybe have a promo and they'll, or they'll have a match or they'll, they'll, they'll put the match on dark uh, so that the guys can still give a little bit of a thing where they can show, hey, we're a tag team. So, like for example, um, Chucky T and Orange Cassidy had a match on Dark this week or Dark Elevation uh, as a as a as a prep to the, the arcade anarchy match to show, hey, these guys are a good tag team. They're going to be in this arcade anarchy match. Promote the arcade anarchy match. Like they don't have to be on Dynamite every week to promote no. that match. So AEW are very clever about keeping multiple bodies in motion while still maintaining storylines. Whereas WWE will give you Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus four times in a month before a pay-per-view and, payoff. Yeah. Or because they'll give you Randy Orton versus uh, Jeff Hardy six times in a month because blah. Or they'll they'll and, and everyone will share victory because he's had his win, he needs to get his win back. And all that. Whereas, well, it's just easier when you've got the same people doing the same things over and over yeah. again, because you don't have to you don't have to faff around and book it as much. Yeah, I can guarantee well, you, Christian will not have a match next week. <laughs> okay, he might he might <laughs> he might have like a, a promo to talk about what he's going to do next, but he won't. He, he probably won't have a match. Well, it also depends because they do they do record, uh, they do two uh, TNT tapings. Sorry. Dynamite tapings in a night, so they'll have do one. It? Yeah, they do oh. one live, and then they record the other one. I thought they did the recordings every week, but then they do dynamite before and after. As far as I was aware, they do one. They do one live, and then they do a shitload of recording afterwards. Yeah, but that's for dynamites, not dynamites. Uh, darks. Yeah. So where did they record the other uh, the other day? Or did they just like stay the next day and record another dynamite the next day after? I don't think they do two dynamites. I think they do one dynamite. They every... do, they de- no, they, they definitely do a tape dynamite. There's a marked difference between the audio from one week to the other because they, they, they pump in a load of extra extra shit. Have you not noticed one week on, on dynamite, you've got like Tony and Tony and uh, JR are, are sounding a bit ropey and then the next week they're firing off shit left, right and centre? No. Yeah, eight, I'm telling you, like Dynamite is recorded for like uh, two two episodes at a time. I don't think it is. Let's have a look. Oh, I'll search as well. Yeah, yeah, I'm having a, I'm having a look. 
I was pretty certain they do it every week because you see the bucks. Like you see on BTE, they travel in every week. Uh, Dynamite, try that one. This is this is great podcasting uh, content. Us, us searching during the pandemic, in order to allow more time off, AEW often tapes two weeks of shows in two days: live Wednesday, then a taping on Thursday. Yeah, so there's which your answer. They don't do it the same week off. Yeah, they don't do it the same day. They do it the next day. Aye. So, do you think Christian's going to really want to wrestle the next day after you know after such a fucking? But that, but that's I mean, why they do fucked. it. Yeah, but yeah. that's but that's why they do it. So like, like, but they're using they're using that to their advantage because you're not getting yeah they absolutely over, are I you're agree. not getting over saturated with with just constant Christian matches or just constant like Ethan Page constant Christian yeah <laughs> like Ethan Page that was his that instead of outwork everybody it was just constantly be here and it was like <laughs> oh my god constant Christians made his way to the dynamite zone yeah. So what was it that Chloe Chloe said something really funny? Oh man, I'll have to ask her about it. It was like, you know, when uh, the Impact Zone always like, yeah, what's instead of Kane, it would be like, what Kane with a stick? CA. Yeah, what's stick doing at the something stupid like that? Yeah, but Chloe said something really fucking funny about a wrestler. I can't remember what it was. Anyhow, we've talked about AEW enough. I don't. Is there anything that we've missed? Um. Not that I could think of. Um, uh, Darby Allen looks like he's going to get into a feud with Matt Hardy. Um, yeah, I, I like the, a, the video a, promo that they cut on on Matt Hardy there. Um, yeah, I think he, that's, he did like a black and white thing and wore Matt Hardy's like a paper mask of Matt Hardy and burnt her couch because you know Matt, Matt <laughs> Hardy edgy. loves that's, couches. That's that's edgy. Yeah. No, that's uh... a. <laughs> No, he's on. He's on the other show. <laughs> oh yeah, of course. Uh, right, let's talk about. Uh, <laughs> so, how? What time is it? It is two hours. Can we please get this? Can we please get WWE done in twenty minutes? Yeah, I would like to try and aim for two and a half. Two yeah, and a half I don't want to do another three-hour podcast. Right. So, uh, okay. No, so I was right. They're doing a triple threat. Yes. And it's purely because Edge, Edge Ed, looks evil. Ed, Ed, no, Edge is looking old, apparently. Is well, the, the story goes that, that Vince is like looking at Edge going, you're looking older by the week. Uh, like every every week he appears, he's looking older and older and older and getting, people are getting worried about it. So uh, they added in Daniel Bryan. Because that's do you, think, do you think that Edge is not going to be put in a title picture because he... Vince thinks he's a uh, an accident waiting to happen and could possibly get injured at any moment. I don't think so. Like Samoa Joe. I well Samoa Joe is just really unlucky with some of the things he's had happen to him. Um, Tomorrow I... Joe sound Tomorrow Joe sounds like some sort of uh, Polynesian dish. <laughs> Tomorrow Joe sounds delicious. <laughs> would you like would you like some Tomorrow Joe? Oh, you know you know me and Tomoa. Oh. <laughs> I love Tomoa. Just sh- throw throw it on my table awkwardly so it damages its shit. So yeah. Oh no, you hit me in the head. Ah oh, shit. Okay. Uh, uh, Tomoa Joe sounds like some sort of Hawaiian beef burger. Tomoa Joe. Why is it? What is? Why is it always beef? <laughs> I could have said like a Hawaiian cheeseburger, pineapple cheese and ham burger. That sounds. I could lovely. have said that, but that sounds lovely. Do you have pineapple on your pizza? Yeah, I do. I like pineapple pizza. 
I don't see why people fucking moan about it. It's because it's sweet. I like it. Yeah, I like sweet and savoury. I dip savory. chips into ice cream sometimes. That's a that's a life choice. <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna judge you about it because again, I like pineapple on pizza. And anyone on the internet who says otherwise, I don't care. Like exactly. I like I like my I like what I like. Uh, if you don't like that, then I don't care. It's none of so. Yeah. Sorry. So raw WWE. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's get. Let's get. Let's. Let's <laughs> just why these next podcasts go on for three hours. Wittick's oh, probably, yeah. probably pissing himself right now. Go ahead. Oh, Wittick has marathon showers to listen to his podcast. I think it's, he's a very think, clean man. He is. A I said to him today. Man. Do you just take showers so long so you can masturbate without your missus like shouting at you? And uh, he didn't. He didn't acknowledge it. So I think he does. I think he just tugs it in a bathroom I hope for hours. I hope he's really not listening to this, us. And then he that. he thanks us because we're giving him the length, the length, <laughs> the lengthy audio thing to cover his dulcet oh, tones. Oh God, no! That's, I don't like that at all. No, wait, put it away. <laughs> put it away. Nobody needs to hear about that. So. Maggie What's Thatcher it? on a cold day. Maggie Thatcher on a cold day. While you're while you're busying yourself, sir, <laughs> let's talk about. While you're choking the chicken, let's talk about Mia edges. Khalifa. Do we do do we need to? What the fuck was that chat about? Oh yeah, I remember that. <laughs> I'm not I'm not talking about that. No, let's not talk about that. Deeply uh, disappointed with that. I was fucking robbed. Yeah, you were. Well, I destroyed that that pub quiz anyway. So I mean, it, it meant nothing, but ultimately, it meant nothing. It meant, meant everything this, in the end because I won. We got this good story out of it. <laughs> it's really nothing for this podcast, and genuinely, if we're going to spend five minutes on this podcast, I might cry. I think everything's for this podcast. That's the thing. I mean, <laughs> we'd rather talk about anything rather than than, than get into actual raw stuff. Edge's uh, wrinkly ass getting demoted. He's not getting demoted. He's still in the main event. It's just that it's like the thing is, it's three guys who were both all told they're not, never going to wrestle again. So that's a that's a great story. Yeah, but they're not pushing that story, are they? We're just making. They, that story they will up. at some point. They will at some point. No, it's and it's and it's. And it's not being overtly spoken about, but everyone who knows anything about wrestling is looking at this entire storyline, going, "These are three guys who who've all had massive gaps in their 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 their, their wrestling history." I I I don't I don't think Daniel Bryan would appreciate you calling Brie a massive gap. <laughs> well, you know, talent isn't sexually transmitted. Um, <laughs> Clearly, um, like it's still going to be a great match. Like the the weird thing was is before they announced it, they, they they teased the idea that they'd essentially have like Reigns and Edge on one night and Daniel Bryan versus the winner on the second night. And I'm like, I'd go for that. Like it's it, that's mm. a that's a great little bit of storytelling there. That's that's interesting. That's that's what that's what like, like New Japan does. Like where where one yeah. guy a guy will defend what the title of one night against someone and then defend it against someone else the next night. Because you then you don't know what's gonna happen. Because like if you've got one match, you go okay. Well, one of these three guys is going to win. But then if you've got a, if you've got one match on the one the first night, which then leads to a second match on the, the second night, you don't know like if the if you you could you can have one guy defend the title on the first night, fine, and lose the title on the second night, or you can have the title yeah, which, change change hands twice. You could do, but it also means that first match, regardless of the the winner, is pointless because the the feud won't. F- like see its conclusion until the second one so if you're treating those two as your main events like 
the Roman match and the Drew match as your two main events, when one of them loses its significance on the first day, that's a shame. Unless you have, unless you have Drew and the first match on the first day, and then you have that on its own on this on the second day, that yeah. would work. Hmm. But this is this. But is... then you're overloading the first day. But this is this is the thing. Like, I, I, weirdly, I feel at the moment WWE are overburdened. Like they're they're doing this huge like two night WrestleMania. But it feels like they just don't have enough matches to fill a WrestleMania. No, but it's ticket sales, and that's the only reason why and they're doing it's just, tonight. It's just like, oh, so bad. And like again, as we said earlier, like there's a lot of people who just don't have matches. Bailey doesn't have a have a WrestleMania match. Like yeah. easily coming off the best year in her career. And she's not on WrestleMania. And where I, I don't even know when WrestleMania is. I don't I don't fucking understand why everybody has to be on WrestleMania. I know it's it's a two day show, so you would think that you would be able to get it, something. Yeah, WrestleMania is like next weekend. Like no, you've got not. It is, no, it's not, surely. WrestleMania it's not. will begin on April tenth and end on no. the eleventh of April. Which means no, we're doing don't. this again next week. We're gonna do it on Friday. We're gonna do Friday night. <laughs> we're gonna do Friday night. Let's I can't get away from pay-per-views, man. <laughs> We've got to do two nights worth of pay-per-views. Jesus In- Christ, right. Okay, so we, we've talked about Edge and Roman. Uh, that's and kind of plodding along. Just Yeah, and that's plodding along now. Edge is a heel. Roman is still doing his, his head of the Family table bug, shit. yeah. Yeah, Daniel Bryan has now been pushed as the baby face character in that. Triangle. I think. I think. I feel like. I feel like a lot of the reason for taking Edge off, uh, putting him in, is to put, have have essentially uh, Daniel Bryan being the clear baby face, whereas yeah. Edge, because of the way he's been sort of getting looking older and older and older, like he's he's starting to look less like a baby face. Right. Like, so that's for the predictions. Yeah. So we got to, we got to keep going because we've got fourteen minutes. Right? This is not happening. So, so uh, what's next on? We'll we'll carry on with SmackDown or whatever. Uh, Kevin, so o- we've got Kevin Owens and uh, Sami Zayn has now has now had Logan Paul added to it because adding a YouTube uh, guy always makes the feud better. Okay, well Logan Paul has experience in boxing. Yeah, uh, that's fine. I, I can see Sami Zayn working quite well with that. I'm not too sure about Kevin Owens. Yeah. Uh, we'll we'll see how it goes. It, yeah, it, it definitely promotes them as more of a spectacle match. Yeah. Rather, and it also adds a little bit of spice to the fact that it's Zayn and Owens. Mm. Like that is just God boring as fuck, and it's a shame. But, but the thing it's is, Randy is Orton, John Cena. The thing is, is they haven't been against each other in a while, and the th- and I, and so like I'm happy to see Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn. I'm happy to see Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn on WrestleMania. I know they can go. Uh, weirdly, they've changed the dynamic around, so Kevin Owens is the face and Sami Zayn is a heel now, which yeah. is is kind of interesting. And and like I don't necessarily mind it um, because I know they're going to produce a good quality match. Yeah. No matter what happens, and the history is there, so they can play off that in the storyline. That's fine. Logan Paul, yeah, okay, it's it's a big star coming in. It, it's crossover stuff. Vince Vince gets a hard on for crossovers with whatever he can find. So, yeah, I mean, I, I have feel no like problem with it. I just don't. 
think they need Logan Paul there. Like Sammy's doing great work at the moment with his conspiracy stuff. Kevin Owens is over with his turning up, stunning people and leaving stuff. Like, I don't know if he's that over anymore. Probably not, but he still gets a nice. Sa- I think Sami Zayn is definitely doing better work. Sami Zayn is, is doing amazing work. Do you know? Do you know what? I feel like I feel like Kevin Owens would benefit from going back down to NXT for a bit. I agree. I think, I, I don't. I think you swap I mean, him and Balor. Yeah, I think I think Balor has been down there long enough to to have done his thing. He can come back mm. up and, and bring the Prince character up. Uh, and well, call can it... you imagine? You imagine the fiend against Balor again? Oh, fuck off! That no, I I would love that. I would love Balor having a go at the no, fiend. No, not not melty fiend versus Prince. No, no. I, well, you saw I don't want to see that shit see... out way before Finn Balor comes up. I don't want to see Melty Fiend against anyone anymore. Melty Fiend can go away. Melty Fiend can get in the fucking ocean. Uh, no, because then he'll just dissolve and dilute, and he'll be diluted Fiend. Robinson's <laughs> Robinson. Robinson's Wyatt. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And then when he's like really wanting to focus on something, he'll be Robinson's Wyatt from Concentrate. Concentrate. Yeah, very good. Yeah. I, I congratulations. Um, Cesaro would it be great, like if the juice is just like red and white, like layers, oh. like his like his trousers. Is there, someone's already doing a, a Juice Robinson uh, gimmick in New Japan. You know what it tastes like? Disappointment. Bless. Oh, oh, that's no, 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 no. I'm not saying tastes like the you know like fish paste. No, but. Like, I'm just saying, it tastes nice. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> big, big, Biggie versus uh, Apollo Cruz because we've had that match four times now, and let's put them in with the Nigerian. No, that's fucking uh, that's, West Indies. I thought, yeah, it is. It's It's cricket noises. Uh, yeah, that's what I was doing. I was doing the cricket. It's a lovely cover drive there from Apollo Cruz. It's like how many times has he hit? Like that would have been no, that wouldn't be Big E's head. That'd be like Hornswoggle's head. Yeah, hitting off of a hitting off the turnbuckles. I would love to see what this drum match is going to be. I think it's just another car. They've already faced each other like three or four times. Like Biggie, what would it? Biggie had. I would. Biggie had. Was it Biggie had a had an open challenge. Apollo beat uh, Apollo came out, got beat. Then he did another open challenge. Apollo came out again. Biggie said no. Uh, Apollo is like, oh, I don't like that. And then he had a has had some sort of like mental breakdown and pretended to start being Nigerian now. Okay, I'm fine with this. I I don't. I I, I I'm just waiting for the moments where as as he just keeps fucking up his voice. <laughs> Like the cringy shit where he's like, I don't know how to say these. <laughs> oh like, no, why do I sound like, like Mario? <laughs> right, so here's what I think with the with the drum. <laughs> it's a me. It's a me, Apollo. <laughs> no. Oh, that'll do. I don't fucking care. Why why so, I've been speaking to Lua Bino. <laughs> do you think do you think that when Apollo Cruz comes out, he just looks like a mix between Alberto Del Rio and a Celtic fan? <laughs> Sick. Yeah. It's true because of the green and white. The yeah. green and white scarf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyhow, okay. Let's move uh, on. So for the the drums match, would it? How would it? 
work out. I think it's I what they do is fuck it's see. the it's the main event of WrestleMania. They have to remove the ring, and then a massive drum is placed horizontally <laughs> on the ground, and then they stand on top of that drum as lumberjacks all come out wearing fucking <laughs> wearing authentic African like dry dry grass garbs and skirts and clothes and shit, and then just start banging on the drum violently, causing it to vibrate as they just bounce around trying to wrestle each other. So I'm just checking the article talking about the the, the section. Uh, and basically, there's a, the thing on SmackDown this week says, according to Cruz, the drum fight is an ancient duel created by his his ancestors for those who are wronged to make it right. The match will have no rules, no it's limitations. Fucking quantum leap. Just the, just the two superstars going at it. So basically, it's a no DQ match. So where's the drums? With what I'm going to assume is a bunch of like uh, Nigerian drum players standing around the ring. Oh, smiling, smiling desperately. Just, <laughs> I don't know where to fucking go with this anymore. Like this is this is. This is approaching fiend level of stupid. Like, it's approaching Peacock removing it. Yeah, it's just like if you want to have a no DQ match, have a no DQ match. Just say it's a no DQ match. Don't be like, hey, he thinks he's Nigerian now. Let's make up a Nigerian drum fight. Let's just do a DQ no DQ match with a bunch of drummers around wearing thongs and face paint. Ah, oh, just fuck off. Like, yeah. It's <laughs> not good. Right. Uh, uh, Cesaro and Seth Rollins, um, they're going to have a match at WrestleMania. Cesaro's now doing swing puns, and Seth Rollins is wearing possibly the worst suits in the world. Uh, is he is he still wearing Becky Lynch's clothes? No, but he was wearing some sort of horrible rainbow garb this week on SmackDown, uh, and it just looked insane. Like, is he, he was, still trying to push the whole preacher shit? I don't like, know anymore. Whatever uh, night SmackDown is, Messiah. Yeah, Thursday, Friday night, Friday night, Friday night Pharaoh. Yeah, fight, oh, Friday night Pharaoh. Yeah, I was, that's way better than I was going to come up with. Um, yeah, him and him and Cesaro have after Cesaro had this whole thing where he sort of shook his hand, apparently sarcastically, um, and Seth Rollins took took a um, umbrage with it. Um, but now, every, like Cesar, oh, it's this weird sort of pink and white, almost tie dye, pur- pinky purple and white tie dye. Still got the one, um, the one uh, glove, but it's like the shirt as well. The shirt's mauve. The tie is similarly like. Where is he getting this clothes from? Whereas Cesaro, Cesaro looks classy, classic pinstripe, looking great. What they what they should be doing is feuding because Cesaro left a colourful sock. <laughs> yes, exactly. In his, in his in his white uh, in his white gear. I told you to keep your colour separate from mine. Hey. Yeah, that would be a much better That's reason it. for a feud than yeah, what's going on. Uh, Bianca, Bianca and then, and, hang on, and then Michael Cole has Michael Cole has to somehow energetically say. Former friends turn bitter enemies <laughs> due to laundry. Uh, right, uh, anyhow. Uh, Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks are feuding. Uh, right, it'll be a next, great match. Move on. Whatever. Uh, Bad Bunny is going to be facing off against The Miz. 
Okay. And, uh, and it's going to have, is it not going to have Damian, Priest Damian, in the corner? Priest in one corner, John Morrison's in the other corner because, yeah. Uh, there we go. Oh, what was that noise? Sounded like something happened. Was that there. me or you? I think it was you. Oh, well. I don't know. Maybe, maybe my fridge just broke. Uh, um, so, yeah, that's pretty much everything that's happening on SmackDown side. Uh, there's a whole bunch of other shit going on, but none of it's really made it onto Smack. Like um, Billy Kay is currently giving out everyone her everyone her re- resume, um, and nobody really seems to care. Oh, she's been doing that since the Royal Rumble. Yeah, still nobody seems to care. Um, bunch of other thrown together tag teams are trying to prove prove why they need to be in the the women's tag team title picture and. Oh really? fuck this noise! Move on, yeah. right, Raw. Uh, Jesus Christ! Yeah, exactly. Uh, okay, so uh, Riddle versus Sheamus is shaping up for a United States match at uh, WrestleMania because because she- Matt Riddle is a dork and Sheamus can't stand dork. Yeah, she- Riddle is a really weird dork, like just so weird. Um, and was riding a, a scooter stork. around. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I hope he's getting paid well for what he's doing. Thing is, man, he's talented. Is he? Yeah, he he's a pretty he's pretty crisp wrestling man. He he is. Uh, he is pretty good. I don't know. I I'm, I don't feel like I've watched several of his matches and he just doesn't click for me. And I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why. Like I I I get that he's good. The match that he had with Velveteen Dream before Velveteen Dream became a horrible beast. <laughs> uh, he uh he he was really good in that. He he had a good match with uh oh what was his name? Chris Hero, uh Cassius Ono. Yeah. He he's had some pretty solid matches and like considering he, he wrestles without boots on mm. and he's he's he just took wrestling up so quickly. Like he, he is very talented. The yeah, problem I... is is that his his personal his his personality in real life and his character personality is weird. Yeah, and... I think that's what it is. Yeah, like, I can see that he's super talented, but like the personality of himself and, and and the character just doesn't mesh for me. And I'm just mm-hmm. sitting there going, I don't get it. I don't understand. Yeah, I don't like it. It's like just he he's like a bro Santino Morella. Yeah, but like he's become. A caricature in a bad way, yeah. And it just exactly. doesn't, doesn't it was really work. caricature in the in the right way in the NXT, yeah, with the bro- broser ways. Yeah, like he had someone, after that, he had someone to play off. Like yeah. he was the, he was the goofy one, and 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 Pete Dunne worked as the as the as the serious one. That that was the reason why it worked. Whereas now yeah, he's like cause... he's doing goofy comedy, but there's no one to really temper him against. So you are just like wacky. Yeah, it just it, he wants to bounce off a wall or bounce off something, yeah. and doesn't, and just flies off in the wrong direction, and uh, then all you have is just people going, right? What do I do now, Vince? Okay, now you stare at him like he's weird, okay, and that's it. That's his feud. So he comes out, says something about scooters and bros, and then you stare at him and say he like you stare at him because he he's weird, and then that's your feud, and yeah. that's it. Um, New Day are going to be are, have been to, are going back and forth with AJ Styles and almost because AJ Styles and almost have decided. Well, AJ Styles has decided he's going to go after the tag titles. Um, and the New Day is sort of like going, ah, oh, but you're not a team. You don't know anything about almost. Uh, at which point, 
AJ Styles then proves that he knows nothing about Omos by getting all these like friendship questions wrong. So he's like asking mm-hmm. what his favorite ice cream is, what his favorite movie is, and like who his favorite wrestler is. And AJ Styles, classic, it's classic AJ Styles. Like AJ Styles is on on form with this, like doing his doing his whole stick, uh, and it almost very robotically is like, no, no, I don't like that guy. I like this. Would it be great if the New Day said, and uh, what does almost think that the Earth is shaped like? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I could have seen that coming. That would have been a good. Oh, f- Flat. Flat, like everyone else thinks. And then Osmos just no, shakes his, shakes his head. head and goes, no. No. Uh, like it's been, it's been some good, it's been some good um, little shtick things. And again, they're keeping almost back. Like, like AJ's wrestled both Woods and Kingston recently um, and had good matches. So, like, almost isn't going to do a huge amount. He's going to do a couple of big spots where he, like, does ridiculous stuff at WrestleMania. And then, like, I could see Styles and almost winning the belts. But. Yeah. Uh, well, that's a that's open ended. I can see I can see Styles winning the belts, but I can also see like maybe the New Day doing like a move to almost yeah keep taking Omas, sorry, and uh, and doing a move to him and and beating AJ. I can see it go both ways, but yeah. we'll we'll see what happens. Yeah. Braun Strowman and uh, Shane McMahon has escalated because they're now going to be in a steel cage. So Shane McMahon, Bra- so Shane McMahon could throw himself off something. Because you know, Braun Strowman has now developed choo-choo noises. <laughs> yes, yes. I don't know why this has happened. Uh, I'm assuming because done Braun... got it done. Yeah, just oh, fucking fuck hell, sake. man. If it it was bad with the Uso Penitentiary, where they were like the Uso Penitentiary, and then fucking jail cell doors clanged shut oh. in front of the screen, but now they've got choo-choo noises for Braun Strowman. <laughs> that is unfucking real. Like, okay, you want you want that's a, that's oh, that's prejudiced against choo-choo not choo-choo drains. You want to over <laughs> you want to overproduce the fiend. Fine, have your fiend, have your fiendy shit. I don't care. I don't fucking care. Have your fiendy shit. Like we've already given up on a fiend. Yeah, the fiend is so far like out of reality that nobody gives a shit anymore. Like, yeah, and. But Braun Strowman still has a wee hint of like legitimacy. Okay, he he had a horrible obsession. Like he hated vehicles. He hated oh, them. So so many times did he just decide things things needed to be put on their sides. Already in the ring, truck <laughs> coming, coming down to the ring. Braun Strowman and his opponent weighing half a metric ton. Ambulance. <laughs> <laughs> and the lights. <laughs> oh, I, then, I didn't realize. I didn't realize Scott Steiner was here. Michael Cole's just like the unstoppable force uh, against the immovable object when the hand breaks on. <laughs> oh, fucking for fuck's hell! Sake. I seriously, it's going to be Braun Strowman versus like a car or a truck, and he has to just break the car. Like, it's uh, like remember like when? Fighter. Yeah, exactly. But like with remember when Brock fucking half that car. He did though. Then, He's already done that. And launched the car door into some some poor some poor lad's face. Yeah, yeah, I remember that one. With the big axe yeah. as well. Yeah. And uh just Braun Strowman doing that at WrestleMania where he just has to batter objects. That that'd be a better match than a match against Shane. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um what else have Shane we got? versus a ladder. 
<laughs> Shane versus and somehow gravity. he still That's... manages to get knocked off it. Uh, Asuka versus Rhea Ripley. That'll be a good match. Uh, it will I think, be. I think, and... I think Rhea might win. Yes, I think she will. And it's a fantastic turn of events that has happened in order to get us this match. And it's a weird kind of like, be careful what you wish for type thing because we wouldn't have got this match if it wasn't for Charlotte having the weird thing that happened. Yeah. So them shoving Charlotte in the mix when we know none of us wanted it and then pulling her out has now created this. Yeah. So which is quite interesting. That's great. Charling, shoving shoving Charlotte in and then pulling her out. Uh, yeah, it's, it's it's worked really well. Oh, don't 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 tell Andrade. He he'll send like a an angry blank letter to you. I don't know how to write in English. Oh, it was terrible, oh. Chopra. She cheated on me. Oh, that's I miss ter- you, Selena. That's terrible, Andrade. Here, you get a lowrider. You get a. Low- I just miss the woman who could make me sound normal. That's just so fucking, and we're we're banging on about racism in in <laughs> WWE, and I'm doing some fucking stereotypical, yeah, Hispanic. Uh, other, let's, let's move on quickly from that. Bobby Lashley's got rid of the rest of the Geraldo. Geraldo's fucking Hispanic anyway. I should have just went with him. Yeah, but Mexican Oprah is funnier. Mopra, <laughs> Mopra. Um, Cheer up! Don't Mopra. <laughs> Bobby Lashley will be facing off against uh, Drew McIntyre uh, after Bobby Lashley uh, got very upset with Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander and has kicked them out of the Hurt Business. Um, despite two weeks previously saying he was very excited to see uh, live fans seeing the Hurt Business. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah he seems to be sucker punched. Yeah. They all seem to be sucker punched. None of them are happy about uh, it. And then uh, and then he sort of puts out this whole uh I'll, whoever whoever can take out Drew McIntyre before WrestleMania will get a a WrestleMania match with me. Uh, and apparently the person who's decided to take that up has been Baron Corbin. Big Barry C's going to take Big on Barry Drew McIntyre. Yeah. Uh... Interesting. Well, I think what's going to happen is Big Barry C will uh, try to uh, beat Drew, and then Lashley's going to come in and sc- accidentally screw uh, Big Barry C over, and then it'll be a triple threat because uh, Lashley and Drew McIntyre look quite old. <laughs> yeah. And Barry C will be chased as the white meat baby face. Uh, I think. I think. Uh, see, I think it's going to be slightly different from that. I think uh, Drew is going to start complaining about not being able to slap his leg. Which is gonna depower the the claymore? Oh, exactly. The claymore's not yeah. as powerful anymore because he can't slap his leg because he's not getting that force into it anymore. Um, so Drew Drew won't be able to beat Bobby. He won't be able to, but he he might be able to beat Big Barry C because Big Barry C's uh, you know shit. Uh, so you really want he really wants him in that match. So so Drew's gonna be like, how about this? Um, you and me can have a fight, and if you beat me. Uh, you can you can join the triple threat. I'll share I'll share my match with uh, with with. That's Bobby. far too Scottish for Drew McIntyre. Ah. He's half American now, by the sound of it. Yeah, well, I don't know. I, don't know. I was just I was I was just putting on a generic Scottish accent. Um, and uh, and yeah, so then Drew will just lie down for the match. Um, like he'd be like, oh no, I've killed Ray Mysterio again. 
what a what a shame. I'm very upset. I'm traumatized by this whole thing. Oh, deep six me. Deep six me now. Deep six me. Deep six me, Don. Deep six me. Deep six me, Barry. Deep six me. Um Deep, deep eight, pal. Deep, deep eight. Deep eight. Uh, you know, no, deep 12. I'm twice the man deep. I used to be. And then Barry just goes, if I'm honest, deep two. <laughs> I'm not really into it, Drew. Um, deep two and a half. Uh, at which point Barry will uh, pin Drew and he'll be added to the triple threat, at which point the, the, the depowered Claymore could be used on Big Barry C um, to, to pick up the win. And, and Bobby Lashley will be like, oh, I said, yeah. Fucking hell. Uh, that's but that's how he talks. He's really high pitched voice. Who Barry C? No, um, Bobby Lashley. Yeah, he really... does look very uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. actually. Uh, this is why he should just let MVP talk. Yeah, he's like the Chuck Lesnar. Yeah, but yeah, and, and like MVP. That's what that's what Big E Langston called himself. You, you like somebody was talking about? Was it? I can't remember what it was. He talking about big beefy men slapping beef. He was he was talking about being compared to other big wrestlers, and then he said that his favorite was actually Chalk Lester. <laughs> but that's that's Big E for he's yeah. always joking about. So it is what it is. It's a shame about the heart business. There's nothing we can do about it. No. Uh, oh, maybe. We'll but I, don't, I don't think it'll make much of a difference. The belt's probably going to go back onto Drew, and then I'd like to see Bobby hold the title for longer. I think now it's a good chance for Bobby to 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 hold the title. But and like they've no, they've not said the Hurt Business is done as a unit, but they may just bring someone else in. Um, Could very well be that they're just switching everything up in in the in the Hurt Business. I, and I, the, I think it's just if they're going to bring in like another tag team to support a better tag team. Than the sort of thrown together Shelton Benjamin and and Cedric Alexander, then I wouldn't have a problem with that. Like, but I just don't know who that better unit would be. Do you know what I mean? Hmm. Like, I don't know who they've got on the roster at the moment that's sitting in, uh, in um. I mean, you actually the only person, the other thing I could think of would potentially be like um, Dijakovic and Dio Madden. Like, could you imagine that? Like, that'd be an interesting. That'd be a tall group. It'd be a big group. Yeah, it'd be. What's a beef to slap there? Yeah, I'm not. Is that is that is that it? Are we done? Is I, there any I more? Think we might be done. Like, I'm just going through. Like, so Sasha Banks Bailey, uh, Sasha Banks Bianca Belair, Bobby Lashley, Drew McIntyre, Bad Bunny, New Day, Braun Strowman versus Shane McMahon, Cesaro versus Seth Rollins. Like, there's 12 matches on there at the moment. I think we've gone through them all. There's a whole bunch of, bunch of other shit that's currently going on. Like the 24 7 title still is existing. Um, for some weird reason on the on Fast Fastlane, uh, they had a whole thing with like um, old Old Spice, Old Spice, yeah, and it was advertised with. Uh, Rick Bugs. Rick Bugen, from, oh yeah, yeah. Rick, Rick, uh, uh, yeah. He's a big fucking lad. Yeah, he's been on. He's been on NXT for a while. Basically. Yeah. Um, but then, uh, yeah, and they've got a whole bunch of stuff going on with the Alpha Academy, where uh, Chad Gable's been turning uh, Otis heel to to make him an unstoppable heel. The the SmackDown tag team title titles still haven't been defended. Uh, still, Are they still on Dolph Ziggler and yeah, uh, still on Dolph Ziggler and uh, the like. Just like I genuinely don't think anything has happened with them 
since they've won that belt, and it's just right, well, we'll talk about it when something does happen. Yeah, I, I, I it's just fucking terrible, man. Like it's absolutely right. It, it is, it is terrible. We've talked about that. Yeah, for too fucking long. <laughs> yeah, we're cutting it. We're cutting it short. We're at two hours forty. So yeah, let's we've get... done TV. We're gonna we're gonna do our predictions uh, for WrestleMania next week. Yeah, for next Friday. For, yeah, we're gonna do it on Friday, and we'll talk about big, big shit, night Friday. Big night Friday. Then. Big night Friday. Big night Friday. So I don't think we should. Hey, do, not... I don't think we should do any fantasy booking for next week because it's going to be a big week because it's going to be WrestleMania. Yeah. Yeah. So I we, agree. Won't, we won't do any fantasy booking for the next week because otherwise Good. it's just too much. So right. I'll, I'll give us an eye um, on that one. So Gene, say goodbye, say, say goodbye, Gene. Bye, Gene. <laughs> oh, Gene, you do your other stuff as well. Oh yeah, fucked uh, it, fucked it. There we go. Hang on. This is why I don't uh, do. This is why I don't do outros for shows because I just fuck it completely. Yeah, I'm just gonna record one of uh, us fucking it, and then just keep using that over and over again. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a good one. So we've done our stuff. We're not doing fantasy booking next week. No. You don't want to, uh, people to find you. No. People no. who are listening to this already know where to find me. Instagram, fantasy booking films. We've got to do a fantasy booking films at some point. Otherwise, I need to really change the name of this podcast. <laughs> and I don't, I don't See, want to I, do... I was thinking about names for a podcast. And I was thinking, what about if we start calling it the Booking Council? No, because I like fantasy booking wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah that works as well. Because I like the the, sh- the shit that's a booking council. Fucking hell. That sounds like something I would complain to about having to pay some sort of fee. Yeah. Fantasy booking like, council. I don't yeah. know. I can't remember what I was thinking about when I thought it up. It probably wasn't that. I think it sounded better in my head. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> if anything... What do you think, Sanj? Ah, was... oh, fucking shite, mate. Yeah. Bag of cans. Fucking bag of cans. <laughs> What a cackabaga cards <laughs> Anyhow, <sighs> right. We'll call it quits. Yeah. Uh, say say bye bye, Stu. Bye bye, Stu. Say bye bye, Chin. Bye bye, Chin. Bye bye. Bye bye, Chin. Bye. Bye.